Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is actress Maria Thayer. You know Maria from Strangers with Candy, Hitch, Accepted, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Eagleheart, and now Those Who Can't. Those Who Can't is in its third season. It's back this January 14th, and you can binge watch the first two seasons of uh, Those Who Can't on the True TV app. So run don't walk. And now Maria is on the Love Alexi podcast talking to me about a million different things. Oh my God. We go on a tangential journey. We talk about Reiki, anxiety, freezing your eggs, the Me Too movement, being raised born again Christian. We And you know, we may or may not shit all over the movie Bird Box. All right. A lot of spoilers. If you're not in for a whole spoiler fest uh, of, you know, the Netflix classic uh, Bird Box, don't listen to this episode. Okay. Um, I should make like some kind of blindfold joke or I don't know, but I'm just, I can't. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Uh, Anyway, it was a delight to have Maria on the show. She is a tiny ball of energy, a redheaded goddess, if you will. Just such a talent and so... I don't know. It's just, I always like to having girl talk with, uh, you know, on my couch, AKA the Love Alexi studio, uh, here in my home with, uh, with women I've, I've never really had a chance to speak with. So, uh, it was delightful. You guys, um, just moving aside from Maria for a moment before we actually throw us over to the show, we throw us over to the, I don't know what's going on. Um, but before I I navigate you guys towards the actual conversation I have with my guest today. I just have to say I'm two days away from my period, and maybe that explains everything. But uh, it's not a crutch, but how fucking dare you? Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm moody. I'm achy. Uh, you know, I'm breaking out. I feel stressed. I've been, I've been, you know, a lot of the week I've been in the fetal position, just rocking back and forth, picking at my face due to a lot of stress and anxiety and, uh, my looming, uh, you know, bloodbath. Anyway. Okay. Here we go. So the show is about to happen. What else did I want to tell you? I am trying to enjoy dry January and by dry January, I mean, I'm not drinking, and that's usually not a problem. I didn't drink for like two weeks before Thanksgiving um, because I was going to go to New York on Thanksgiving and I wanted to you know, drink then. So I thought, just cool it, Lex. Just be cool. Treat your liver well. Be healthy. That was no problem. Uh, then I didn't drink before Christmas. And then I went to London and Paris and on this romantic, epic journey to Europe with my boyfriend. And uh, of course I drank on that trip. So I made this pact with myself. I was like, I'm not going to drink any alcohol in January. A lot of people do it. I'll, I'll feel the community. You know, I'll have, I'll have solidarity in this, you know, and the, the fact that other people that I don't even know are doing this thing and they call it dry January. That sounds cool. I'm going to do it. I am 11 days in. And I am like, oh my God, three weeks till February. I cannot wait. And not because I'm an alcoholic, because I am not. But uh, 
yeah, today, some, you know, you sometimes you just have those days and I have a lot of friends who don't drink and they're not even in an AA, not that there's anything wrong with AA, I, you know, I, whatever. I have lots of program friends. I have lots of friends who are sober without being in the program. Just a, a choice. That's great. I think it's a stronger choice not to drink or do drugs. I really do. And I've done psychedelics. I've done tons of drugs. I drink. I do think it's a nicer, clearer way to live your life uh, to not consume alcohol. And, uh, you know, but I don't want to make any hard, fast rules for myself. So I'm just taking a little break. And I am shocked at how difficult it is today because, yeah, sometimes you want to have that day where you like have a vodka grapefruit with a lime uh, or you drink a fancy cocktail out of a fancy cocktail glass and, uh, you know, you just numb yourself a bit. Yeah. Um, But I didn't do that today. I was in a mood. I was very emotional, which is really nothing new for me. But I was, even for me, today was a highly emotional day. And I met up with one of my girlfriends. It was a lovely day where I had uh, New Year's catch-ups with two of my girlfriends. One was like a business meeting, but she's still a friend and she's still a girl. And we hung out. Oh, side note of a side note. uh, My British boyfriend told me that every time I referred to one of my platonic female friends as my girlfriend... Uh, when I was meeting his family, that uh, there was a chance that maybe his family thinks I'm uh, bisexual because they don't use the term girlfriends. But I mean, they have television, they have access to the internet. uh, And if they think I'm bisexual, then cool. Then I'm, you know, I've painted a picture of being way more interesting than I actually am. So that's fine. But I wish he had said something. He should have just like cut me off and been like, they're going to think you're bisexual. And I would have been like, oh, really? Oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's because I said girlfriend, but that's that's weird though. Because I used to actually think that when other people would say when girls are, would refer to their girlfriends, but they didn't mean like the you know their lover, I would be confused. But now I just like my girlfriends having a hang session, like girlfriends or whatever. Anyway, um, <clears throat> still getting over my cold. I'm sorry that I cleared my throat right in the mic. You guys are better than that. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Anyway, but I had these two catch up sessions with my girlfriends. And uh, the second one uh, was with one of my longest, I've I've been friends for ages. And I was like, oh my God, let's get cocktails during the day. Let's just do it. Let's just fucking do it. I don't care about dry January. I'm not going to tell my boyfriend. Fuck it. I'm an adult. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Let's just do it. And she was like, no, I'm not going to let you do it. You're too emotional. You're going to make some bad choices. It's, it's only downhill if you have a cocktail. And I was like, fucking let me do it. She was like, no. And then she ordered an, she ordered an espresso. And then I remembered that I also have an addiction to caffeine, to coffee. And I was like, oh, that looks fun. I'm going to get a latte with non-fat milk. But I'm pretty sure it gave me full fat. But I don't have time to worry about that right now. One of my favorite moments in the movie Swingers, which is one of my favorite movies, is when John Favreau uh, is talking to a girl at the bar. I think it's at the Dresden. He's at the Dresden trying to get a girl's number. He goes over to flirt with the girl. And she's like, how do I know you? How do I know you? That was me clearing my throat again. I'm sorry. And she's like, I know how I know you. I work at Starbucks and you came in for an espresso. 
you came in for an espresso. And then John Favreau goes, oh, yes, an espresso, espresso. Yeah, that's me. That was me. I just love that. That scene is so good. I just love how he handles when she mispronounces espresso and calls it espresso. Because that's what I do when, when people mispronounce it. And uh, it was just such a lovely, subtle, hilarious, real moment that I've experienced. And it's just another testament to, you know, this is a swinger. It's just a great movie. Anyway, um, so I'm not drinking, which means you go, what other addictions can I go to? How else can I self-soothe? Um and that's where reality TV comes in. So I'm like probably addicted to love. I mean, probably. Fuck, I mean, come on. Yes. So, but I have a boyfriend now. So at least that's not going to like, you know, move into some kind of weird sex addiction with strangers, I guess, with new people. Anyway, so it's like love, sex, coffee, cigarettes, which I don't smoke, alcohol, drugs, um, yeah, so what? So what? Here's what I have now: coffee, sex, I suppose. But I'm like pretty healthy in that department, where it's not like problematic, like it used to be. Anyway, um, and reality TV. But there's so much reality TV that I had to make another rule for myself because already I I, I could see, I I you know I could see that 2019 was going to go down the tubes if I continued my reality television consumption the way it's already been going. Monday, we've got a new season of The Bachelor with Colton, the virgin. And I'm so sick of everybody referring to him as a virgin. Enough. We get it. He's a virgin. And by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, about the new season of The Bachelor, we'll get to it next week in next week's episode of Love Alexi, uh, where I talk to Arden Marine. And not only is she an incredible actress, a comedian, a stand-up, uh, but she also has a fantastic podcast called Will You Accept This Rose? And her podcast is completely dedicated to the breakdown as if it were sports. It's dedicated to The Bachelor. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So we fucking break down that shit next week. Let me talk about a million other things, of course. How can we not? It's this podcast. But we talk about her podcast. We go into The Bachelor. Anyway... So we got The Bachelor on Mondays. We got Vanderpump Rules on Monday. Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey on Wednesday. Real Housewives of Atlanta on Thursday. Dirty John on Sunday. These are all Bravo shows. And then there's like Watch What Happens Live and the Bravo Clubhouse with Andy Cohen. Lindsay Lohan was just on an episode. I had to watch that. Pretty soon Lindsay Lohan's new show on MTV about her nightclub in Mykonos is going to be on the air. Uh, They just brought back... Uh, the Hills, Misha Barton from the uh, from the OC. Is that the name of the show she was on? Misha Barton and a bunch of other people are going to be on the revamp of MTV's The Hills. So we got that trash coming up just around the corner. So my new pack with myself is, or else I get nothing done during the week. I barely get this podcast out on time ever. And this is only the second podcast of the, of the new year. Uh I have to try to not sabotage my life any more than I already do or have or what have you. New Year's plan, New Year, New Me. Only watch all my trash garbage on the weekend. Only one day of, of the weekend. It has to be Saturday or Sunday. All right? 
which means I might lose my entire Sunday. And I love Sundays. I like being outside on a Sunday, going for a stroll, holding hands with my boyfriend, just walking around town, all romantic. But that might just have to go out the window and I might just have to stay inside and just, you know, consume, consume, consume. I don't even know when the Kardashians are on. I don't don't even watch that show. But, uh, oh God, I got to add that to the list. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, I remember Lindsay Lohan uh, when I would... I don't know, was it, was, it, was it Star Magazine? I was just, when I would like watch her every move, I guess, via trash rag magazines, I remember um, just seeing that she would change her outfit like eight times a day. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, you're allowed to change your outfit more than once a day? And like in that moment, I was like, I'm going to do that too. So in this, I had this weird, quiet moment with myself where I was like, I gave myself permission. No, Lindsay Lohan gave me permission to uh, wear multiple outfits a day and like pop home, change my outfit, run back outside, run an errand in one outfit, go somewhere else later in another. Anyway, um, where am I going with any of this? All right, I should probably throw us over to the show. I've been talking for an eon, and uh, I'm not done yet. I do want to say thank you to everybody who sent in your beautiful emails uh, last week, and I read them on last week's episode, and uh, the response I'm getting from everybody who listened to that episode, and all the new emails I'm getting. I can't wait to have another Alexi Reads All Your Emails episode, because uh, apparently you guys like them from the feedback I'm getting, and uh, the emails are insane and lovely and deep and heartfelt and open and raw and honest and vulnerable. And I appreciate them. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have another one soon. So if you want to send emails into the show, send all of your emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. And you know, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, and I hope you do, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, do all those things because doing all those things is like totally helpful. It's not just a sham. I don't just say that because, oh, I guess you're supposed to say these things when you have a podcast. No, if you do those things and you leave a comment, hopefully a preferable one, a preferable one, uh, you know, it helps me grow the show. It's only good for this podcast. Um, if you'd like to advertise on the Love Alexi podcast, send your advertising inquiries to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, the Love Alexi podcast is an independent listener supported show. If you want to make a donation to the show, feel free via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. Any contributions and uh, donations are greatly appreciated. I do this show. Uh, just out of just pure love and addiction to doing the show. I'll add this show to, the, to, to my addictions. I'm going to add that to the list. And I have a new New Year's resolution. And maybe I kind of touched on this last week, but my new New Year's resolution is this. No more self-help shit. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love having self-help people on the show. I love Lacey Phillips. Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, she is like uh, a modern millennial new age wizard master with manifesting and she's just awesome. She's fantastic. Uh, But 
In 2018, I read so many books on dating, self-help, codependence, manifestation. Uh, I was like chanting, this and that, meditating, doing hypnotherapy, getting Reiki done, yakety schmackety. I've done the stuff. And there's more even, I, I, whatever. There's more things that I did in 2018. I did psychedelics, so many drugs in 2017. Uh, so we're done with that. 2018 was the year of like, yeah, self-help, self-realization. Fantastic, whatever. That's great. But I did it so much that I started to get down on myself and be like, you didn't do your morning pages. You haven't done your artist's way assignment. You didn't do your hypnotherapy today. You didn't meditate. Life's falling to shit. What are you doing? Nothing. And here's my new thing. My new thing is this. Wake up in the morning. Be nice. Try not to be an asshole. Make coffee. Put half and half in it. Breathe in and out. Eat some food so you're not a fucking low blood sugar monster. And then do the things on your to-do list that will uh, take you closer to your goals. Stop putting off all the shit you're doing uh, and you know, trying to visualize, blah, blah. Stop visualizing. Do the thing. Write the thing. Have a meeting. Send an email. Learn your lines. Go on an audition. Take a meeting. Do the stuff. Write the thing. Do the stuff. Okay? And then don't guilt trip yourself if you don't do the self-help stuff. Uh, just, you know, try to earn a living. Keep your, your roof over your head. Don't be an asshole. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Have sex. Go to the bathroom. I mean, I don't do that, but I heard other people do that or whatever. Bathe. Maybe take an Epsom salt bath. Go to a steam room every so often for like $15 for a day pass to a, like a, a lovely, uh, you know, steam place or what have you. Some kind of day spa-like thing that's at an affordable rate that isn't filthy that won't give you some kind of weird foot rash weirdness. Uh, yeah, that's enough. Okay. Try to see your friends. Don't drink alcohol. Take a break from that or do drink and don't drive. How's that? All right. I'm so sick of spinning myself out of control and just like freaking out, overthinking. I already do that enough. My entire life uh, is thinking a lot about all the stuff all the time. So I don't need to add more uh, and guilt trip myself for not doing the stuff that's supposed to calm me down. So I think I've got a handle on life for 2019. Maybe that helped you. Uh, yeah. And I've said it all. Uh, you know where to find me. You know what to do if you want to make a financial contribution to the show. If you are not friends with me on Instagram, uh, that's ridiculous. Find me on Instagram. Let's become immediate fast friends over there at Alexi Wasser. If you are a woman and actually even if you are a man, uh, you can uh, make an appointment for a big sister session with me. If you're a male or female, I'm, I'm opening these up to men uh, because of Valentine's Day because I feel like if men need advice with girl about girls or dating or life or they want a woman's perspective, I've opened big sister sessions up to men, uh, but that will close after Valentine's Day. I'm, I'm doing it in the spirit of Valentine's Day uh, because I want romance to flourish and men to know how to be with women uh, if that's what they're into. Anyway, uh, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I offer things called big sister sessions. They're kind of self-explanatory, but click the link in the bio of my Instagram at Alexi Wasser for all the information uh, and to book a session of your own. Uh, yeah. 
It's where I serve as a big sister you never had, but uh, I never knew you needed or wanted. Um, you can talk to me about anything and everything. I've already gone through every nightmare uh, and made every mistake so you don't have to. And then I just listen to you and I give great advice and I hold your hand through it and uh, I pretty much adopt you as a little brother or sister. And I love you via Skype. And uh, yeah, it's my favorite thing in the world to do. I've done a ton of them. They always go beautifully. Sometimes they, sometimes they end in tears, uh, you know, meaningful, happy, loving tears. Um, and everybody walks away with a smile on their face, feeling lighter and better than they did uh, before the session. So anyway, if you're interested, I'm not even fucking around. That wasn't even ironic. That was actually serious. If you're interested, click the link in my bio on the Instagram. All that being said, please enjoy my conversation with the beautiful, talented, just incredibly kind uh, actress, human being, and my, my new friend, Maria Thayer. Oh my God, we were podcasting with Maria Thayer. Wait, test your mic. Maria Thayer. Here we go. Okay. Ready? So I didn't just hit you in the face, did I? No. Did I hit you in the face? No. Oh my God, I make you drive to me to do my podcast and then I hit and you in the face. And she beats me I up. I know. And get cozy. And get, I liked it. Get in that nook. She liked it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> that's the, that's what we need to talk about. Wait, can I turn this over or else I'll just look at it? Oh, sure. Oh no, unless you want to leave it up in case no, somebody texts you. I don't have anything. Yeah. I'm I'm such a control freak and I'm addicted to my Wait, phone. But also I'm gonna uh, uh, also I'm gonna take off my shoes. Oh, take your shoes off because um it takes a while because these are <laughs> look how cute and tiny you are the tiniest foot. Look, my foot is like what size should you wear? A six and a half. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we need to say any more. Um, I think we did it. Um, six and a half. I wear an eleven and a half. All right. That's some good. <laughs> That's silence. I was like, say something. Say something. Oh God. That's a big foot. Oh my God. You're tall though. I mean, I would I would wear like a, a 17 if there was a, such a thing, if I could like be as tall as you are. Oh, thank you. Oh um, God. Truly. Oh, it's um I mean I'm I'm over it, but I used to have like a real problem with being short. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Um because you're just so you're just so stubby. Um, you don't look good. At, you don't. It's hard to look good in clothes. Um, you're just short. You're yeah. short. But you can um, I, when I was a kid, I I knew that I was going to be short because my grandma was short. I'm the shortest person in my family. But, um, um, uh, but but I went to an endocrine. I begged my mom to go to an endocrinologist. How did you know to go to an endocrinologist? And you were born in a town called Boring. Yes, I was born. In a town called Boring. I wasn't in Boring at this point. I, we, yeah. I think we were in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> I was in middle school and I just, I don't know how I knew because the internet didn't exist. I don't know how yeah. I got this information, but I Brilliant. figured out that if you went to an endocrinologist, you could get growth hormones. Is this true? Yeah, this is true. Oh my God. I don't know if you can, I think you can. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they, it probably like bad doctors give them out to people that are like, I'm, I'm in middle school and I don't want to be 5'2". Yeah. I want to be 5'6". Yeah. Or taller. Wait, is this like human growth hormone? I don't, or, I don't know. My, my, um, I was an expert in it when I was 13. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, now, go, you go to endocrinologist. I go and, and she st- took my, um, I don't know, my, my, uh, the hormonal, whatever they do. I did a blood test and she had a little graph that, to- that told me how tall I would probably be. Was she right? Yes. Oh my was. God. And she wouldn't give you any weird drugs to like no, I, help you out? No, she laughed. And she laughed at me and, um, um, and also we couldn't, they were like, 
$30,000. They were so oh. expensive. And they, of course, they were, weren't covered by yeah. um, insurance. But there's no way that she would have given them to me if we had $30,000 oh or my, my mom God. would have let me take them. But I was you were, devastated for you, a second. You were looking into it, though. Yes. You're so brilliant. Yes. God, I had to not take it down a ton, but I had thyroid cancer. So I had to go to an endoc- It's a long gone. I'm like 37 years old. Oh, Congratulations on getting so, through that. Uh, no, being 37, I know. No. Oh, no way. No, that's way sadder. <laughs> that's way sadder. Anyway, but uh, no, that was like 21, it's over, but I had to go to an endocrinologist all the time and like. Yeah, it's such a weird, kooky doctor because you know your your thyroid controls like your heating system and your your weight and your all your oh stuff. Oh my so, god! No, but it's so, so cool when anybody knows who that, that, what that doctor does. So just you even saying endocrinologist makes me feel closer to you. And I was just wanted to put that out there, but I didn't mean to make it about me talking about having thyroid cancer. Wow, way sadder to be thirty-seven. I have so many questions about that. No, this is about you. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh my! But you get to wear heels. Which is yeah, great. but you get to wear heels too and I look can't. like a thousand times better than me in them. I can't look at those find stems. No, I I'm gonna, can't. I'm going to objectify you for Please. a second. Oh my god, we got so much to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I can't fit my big foot into a shoe unless it's like, oh god, I'll probably say something fucked up. Oh god, <laughs> that's, unless that's it's what like, people want to hear. I, no, people uh, want, are waiting for us for to say something fucked god, up. Oh god, I'm so scared. <laughs> easy, easy. Okay, uh, yeah. Unless I'm wearing like some kind of crazy shoe mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, but like, okay. for, for like a man <laughs> trying to dress as a woman uh, with the heels like way higher than I want it to be and it's like patent leather and like not what I want. Anyway. Is it hard to find shoes? Like, yeah, like it's it, hard to is, find is, it, is it hard to find shoes that... Like the shoes come in, like all shoes come in 11 and a half, right? No, they don't, they don't. Maria. They I don't, don't know. I don't know. I, no, I get it. I shot like uh, for a long time. Yeah. It, for, I, I couldn't find, I a lot of times can't find anything small enough yeah. to fit me. Well, I had that I've, like problem. worked in like, like shop in the children's section. Well, that's, I have that problem in the other side. Yeah. But Target has good shoes. J. Crew has good shoes. Anyway, but then also you can't find a man who, if I wear heels, I, if I wore, I have a boyfriend now who's 6'4", so I could wear heels with them, but I still don't because I love wearing Vans. Uh-huh. But usually I would always like to state men, my height are shorter. Because uh-huh. I would like funny men with good with with Napoleon, uh, pers- Napoleon, uh, like Napoleon complex like mm-hmm. personalities, mm-hmm. which are like usually short, stubby comedians uh-huh. who are much shorter than me. Uh-huh. But I've outgrown that. I like myself too much to do that anymore. Yes. Because it turns out they're... Horrible, and I don't like them anyway. But uh, now, now I'm dating a happy, nice, tall man. Six I could wear four. heels. With. Yeah, it's exciting. He's British, um, but I talk about him way too much on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, anyway, big feet, living our lives. You're tiny. I'm big. Uh, we covered all of our bases. I dated somebody six four, and it felt. And people have said, like when I was dating him, they were like, "Oh, it's so." I, I've dated a lot of tall guys. You have and my tall girlfriends have been like, "What are you? Yes, like, go find someone your own." Yes, because all my tiny girlfriends always. <laughs> meet the biggest man that mm-hmm. I never meet and I'm like oh my god yeah I would get so irritated <laughs> but uh, but then I would talk to my really tall guy friends uh-huh. and they would say that when they dated girls who were very small like short if the girls didn't wear heels they just couldn't hear them like you'd have to like oh the girl would have to be on their tippy toes on heels or the guy would have to bend down and they actually couldn't hear each other which is like a real thing <laughs> I've never heard that but, I have a, I'm very loud I have a yeah, very loud voice you do <laughs> me too but um, uh, yeah I can see how that would be a problem yeah but you would always date really tall guys I mean I just dated my share of of like there's a few six fours in there really mm-hmm. oh. I mean I've dated somebody my height too oh my god did you see that movie on Netflix about trying to get pregnant, this couple? No. Oh, God. I think it's Paul Giamatti, unless I'm just lumping his face into some other guy's face. But uh, it's I think it's Catherine Hahn and Paul Giamatti, 
I can't remember the name of it. And it's about the excruciating, just how exhausting it is. I'm trying to get pregnant with in vitro, in oh vitro and, and all the other things and finding a surrogate and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, I watched it with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and he didn't think it was depressing, but I just thought it was the most depressing thing in the entire world. Uh-huh. It just took all the love and joy out of like the actual relationship. Yeah. Anyway, so that, so I've just recently seen that. So that do you do. want kids? I do want kids, but I'm 37 and I'm getting scared. It's not a problem. It's not a problem? Mm-mm. Really? No, that's just like old fashioned. Um, like trying to scare us? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the, because they, I mean, th- after 35, it's called like a geriatric pregnancy. I can't imagine a more a frightening. What a horrible uh, term. Yeah. Geriatric pregnancy. After 35. It's, I, 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 there's all this. I mean, I did a little because I, I, I froze my eggs. Like, you did? I did. See, I didn't because I can't afford it. You totally it. can. I mean, I mean also not, you can put I should. It, if, I mean, if it's important. It, yeah. it was a I good, need a new gynecologist. Do you have a, a good one? Not on the yeah. air, but afterwards. Oh my God, sorry. See, I, I, I really, am a great gynecologist. I really do make it like I love a girl talk. So much. It gets so inside, but I'm like, okay, let's not actually name our doctors uh, on the air because that's too much. But, uh, but oh, you do? Okay, so I need a new one because, yeah, I don't like mine anymore. And, just, and then what they, they took my blood. I've been going there for 10 years and uh, they hit a nerve. Ooh. And they just made me, and I got really mad, and they got mad at me for being mad at them. And now I just don't feel safe there. I don't want to go in there. And mm-hmm. anyway, but um, so I need to, so I'll ask yeah, you that after. Is, that, that would that would turn me off. Yeah. Well, so you, but you did all this research. You froze I did your all this eggs. research, and I froze my eggs because I just didn't know. Um, and I was scared that I wouldn't, I didn't want the pressure of, and it was, ex, it's expensive. It's not, it's not an easy uh, lump. It was $10,000. to do it? Yeah. Okay, there's a, yeah. there's a girl who was on this podcast months and months and months ago, and her whole, she has a podcast, she's mm-hmm. promoting her podcast, and her whole podcast is about looking for a sperm Oh, donor. yeah. Oh, sperm sure. Cast. Sure, sure. What's her name again? I'm blanking. Oh, my God. We're both like, I'm Molly. all like, what is it? Molly. Um, Molly. Molly. Hockley. I just wanted to join you. <laughs> my to be like, oh my god! I'm sorry, Molly. Molly, I'm sorry. Me too. I'm I mean, tired. I, I did, it didn't come out right away it's because hot. I I know her. Um, me but too. But I haven't listened to her podcast. I'm it's sorry. It's really good. It. And it's tear jerking. And I actually caught her. Saw, not caught her. I saw her on a date at like Trails with a prospective sperm donor I think podcasting. She found somebody. She did. I, well, I thought that I saw on Instagram that she had found somebody, but maybe not. Oh my god. Um, oh my God. Okay. Well, I'll look into that later too, after I get the name of your gynecologist and all your fertility specialist <laughs> numbers. But uh, okay. So it's $10,000. Yeah. It's $10,000. It's, um, it's, it's, it's you, um, it's like what, uh, when you want to have a kid, what is it that, what's it called when you, it's, it's the same process except at the end they, they take eggs out and put them in a freezer. Whereas usually they would take they they would if you had a if you were wanting to get pregnant right away they would take the eggs out uh, fertilize them and then put you know one or two back in and hope it goes into a baby oh like a an embryo like yeah you freeze an embryo I didn't freeze an embryo no I froze, yeah froze eggs yeah but it was um you know it was it was fine it was um um. It was fine. I I I felt like a badass. I gave myself shots every day, you and did. Um, just you, you just did this on your own. Yeah, I just did it on my own. I love this. I mean, but I had a lot of friends. I don't do anything. I mean, like you know, I've I've I, I my friends are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had a, I had a lot of people around me, and I had a lot of girlfriends that or not a lot of girlfriends, but a few girlfriends that um, had already done it. Yeah. And now I think it's super common. Like it I, is. I, which it makes me so happy because it we shouldn't be 
um, I don't, being a woman is great in a lot of ways and it fucking sucks in some other ways. And I think, um, not being able to have a baby forever is, um, so annoying is really annoying and, and starting to worry about it when you're like 33 or 30, you know, I think people, I think, I think I didn't know whether I wanted to have a baby at 30 and I was really worried about it. Uh, uh, if I ever would, if you know, and were you in a relationship at the time at 30? I think I think I was I was with somebody that I later got engaged to. Yeah. Uh, um and it's so I don't remember what if we talked about um having kids or not. Yeah. I, and but I I have a bad memory. No, that's fine. I mean that's I remember like a, being engaged. That sounds <laughs> great. Like, having a bad memory sometimes that's like a good survival mode <laughs> tactic. That's me where I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. And it's like, thank God I don't remember. Yes. That's really oh, yeah. helpful. <laughs> yeah. I read something that that people that have worse memories are happier. Probably because they're getting rid of that trauma if they oh, went yeah. through any of it. Yeah, which yes. I I did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you've been through, but I've been through stuff I would love to forget and have forgotten. But uh yeah, when did you freeze your eggs? Like I a few years ago, them f- four or five years ago, four or, four or five years um, ago. So yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, um, they came with two free uh, years of be- of being in the freezer. Oh my god, that's great! So you and don't have to pay I, rent for twenty four months. You have to pay rent because I heard my friend's eggs are in Marina Del Rey with a better view than me or her. And it's like a monthly. Oh, thing. really? She has to pay by the month. If it was a monthly thing, I don't think that I. I think that I would You'd let like, those babies go. Really? Yeah, because I think that like writing a check once. Now I have to pay rent for them. Grand. What? What? No, I don't have to pay ten grand for. No, no, no. no. But, but, but writing a check for a year's. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. A year's uh, freezer storage. I'm like, okay, but if it was month to month, I know that I'd have one month. I'm just like, okay, oh, right. I know, do I want to do this? Yeah, yeah they're fucking eggs. The, I don't know. Do them, do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much it costs to freeze an embryo. Oh, I don't I know. It's more money or less money. and uh, Probably more money. I mean, I'm guessing. Oh, Every time you ask that question, it's more money. Every time. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Because I feel like I've, I've met the man that I want to have a kid with. I mean, that's... And so... I, I mean, I don't know what, you know, and I, I feel comfortable. I, I don't think 37 is, 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 I mean. Scary I, territory? No. I mean, really? I love you. Thank you for saying that. I know, that. I really don't. coming over and holding my hand through this. I really don't think, of, I mean, I, I, look at your friends that have gotten pregnant. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like all my friends got pregnant at 38. Yeah. And one, one of my girlfriends had a hard time getting pregnant. Um. Um, but she had got she had, had trouble getting pregnant like all throughout. You know, yeah. it wasn't an age thing. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I feel like if anyone has a baby before like thirty nine, they're they, they're like a teen mom. Yeah, you're. I'm. It's true. Why is and and why? <laughs> yeah, because it's like <laughs> that's just in my my weird social oh, circle. <laughs> I am with you. No, because we live in L. A. We're um, all creative people with these freelance lifestyles. We're all aging better than anybody's ever aged before. Don't you think? I, I mean, I hope so. You look 22 years old. I don't That's know how old you true. are. I don't care how old you are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, neither, it's neither here nor there, but you look 22 years old and I just feel like everybody's aging better than ever. Don't you feel like that? I hope that's true. I mean, I, 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 I'm going through a thing right now with my dad who's in a, who's 90. Oh my God. He's, he was an old dad and he's in a nursing home and, um, I've really been thinking about aging because he's in this nursing home and it is Rough. It's grim, right? Have you ever been to one? I have been, but the reason I'm thinking that getting older and being 90 is grim a little bit is because I just met my 
she wasn't grim, and I'll throw it right back to you in a second. I'm sorry yeah. for this aside, but uh, no, I, I I wish you would talk the whole time. No, well, we'll see how that <laughs> no, might happen. I'll just but, lay uh, here with this pillow. No, it's cozy on this couch. I hope. But uh, so yeah, I met his 90 year old grandma, and she's incredible. She's so cool. But her husband just died. His grand, you know, my boyfriend's grandfather just died, and they were his grandma and his grandfather were together for 60 years, so many years, best friends, lived together, husband and wife, so madly in love. And to see her 90 years old, he's passed away. She's on her own. Mm -hmm. It is lonely and it's weird. And you move slower and your body is like in your memory. And it's just, it's such a sad thing also when you notice when you walk down the street and see an old person, you don't really want to make eye contact with them because you're in denial about the fact you're like, that's not me. They're not relative anymore. Like, oh, anyway, so you visited your dad. Yeah. It's, I mean, everything you're saying is a nightmare. It's, it's, it's just, it's so, it's going to happen if you're lucky. I mean, yeah. you get to be old and and it's it it, it 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 so many awful things happen to you. your spouse dies you you you're so you get sick you uh and you you're less equipped to handle it than you would be at any other time in your life i guess you yeah. have more wisdom hopefully if you have if, if you your don't brain have dementia holds on. yeah, yeah. Um, Jeez, what a dismal podcast. Sorry. Get out. <laughs> anyway, back to What dementia. else should we talk about our New Year's Eve? I know. I do, <laughs> I do want to talk about that. But uh, okay, so go see so busy your 90-year-old dad. What's his name? Tom, Thomas Norman Thayer. What a great name. Um, yeah, it's just I, I it's he's he's um he's in a he's in a nursing home and it's just it's just like a, a hellscape. It's really, it really feels like a, it, it feels like a death. What's the worst thing about it? Because I, I can imagine being a woman. In it, I mean, are people are people rob older people and they steal from them? And like I hear when like care people come over, um, if you, if you have a care person visiting, yeah, a sure, business, you can get. They just steal stuff. Sure. And, anyway, but what did you notice? Because depending on the, um um. Uh, the, you know, there's everyone there is is on death's door yeah. and uh um and people are like zombies and um you know when i come in there's always some some person you know that's like yeah. like like is like reaching out to me like it's like as it's 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 it smells bad it's 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 I mean, this is maybe it, it, it's just rough. It's like end of. I'm only laughing life. right now because it's so uncomfortable because you're so right on and it's, it's so, so real. And I'm imagining it. It's like imagine like zombie apocalypse, like Night of the Living Dead, like like, and it makes me. I totally know what you're talking it's, about. It's it like, is it is I. Oh, I had a conversation with my dad's. Um, I'm the power of attorney, so I'm the person that like they call to ask um, stuff about my dad. And I had a conversation with someone yesterday. Um, his main nurse. They're like, we want to put him on antipsychotics. And it's like because because he he has he's um, has some behavior problems. Which my dad had some behavior problems when he was. Oh, he did. Like what kind? Well, he he's like very he's very like. Um, he sexually harasses all the nurses. Oh, he does. Yes. What a fun guy. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh God. I'm. I, think I mean, I, they, oh, they're like they're like Sounds you like know he's dad. losing his mind. So these, I'm like, well, he sort of did that. Yeah. But that's just him. But that's, <laughs> that's just dad. That's the part that's hanging on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's something like. This, I mean, it's not a. It's not good. But I. But I'm like, God, he still wants it. He's like 90, and he's like still. Yeah. He's still gunning for. Yeah. Um. And then also, and then when when got the guy nurses, he 
he threatens to like kick their asses. Oh wow! I mean, he could never kick anyone's ass. He like can't walk. He's there's no danger in that. There's like, he's no like, danger. He's Don't like, worry, guys. There's no danger. But it makes him feel like something. Yeah, it makes him feel. And so when they when they said like do, when the nurse called me and said, "Can we put him on these antipsychotics?" I was like, "Well, I want to not. I want him not to do that to you guys." But he also has this thing where he is delusional. He thinks he's in business meetings all day. Oh, he does. Yes, and he talks to people about this. He used to be a lumberjack when he was very young, and he talks to people about this lumber company that he's starting with the head of the nursing home, which is not true. None of this is true. But he's doing. This is what he's doing. He's writing a little notebook, and I'm like, "Is this? Are these anti?" Psychotics gonna take away this like jo- the only joy he has, where yeah. he's like he's like moving and shaking in this um, nursing yeah. home. Anyway, she said it wouldn't, and I said okay. Put him oh on. wow! So how, what does that make him act like now? I don't know. It's have, only been a day. It's only been a day. This is this is breaking news. Breaking news. Is he in LA? No, he's in Montana. That's in where Mont- I'm from. Oh my goodness! So were you there for the holidays? Yeah, but but you actually know you don't want kids. Well, I don't. No, a hundred percent. I just, I, I used to. Yeah. And then I, I, I stopped wanting them and I, I, I don't think I ever was a kid who was like, I've got to have a baby. I, I always thought I would adopt because that's, and that, that still sounds better to me for some reason. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of like logical reasons not to have kids. I, I, you know, the, the they they cost a lot. They take up so much time. You know, every parent you talk to is like, "I'm exhausted. It's awful." Yes. But they, I, I I totally believe that it opens up your heart in this wonderful way. I've never heard anyone say they regret having kids. I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. But, um, oh, they're out there. Um, <laughs> okay. They're out and there. And I'm sure that every parent at some point regrets having kids, like at three o'clock in the morning when yeah. they're. But, but. And then the planet scares me. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I think that if I really wanted kids, I I don't think that I would care about th- that. There might not be a world in yeah a hundred years. I'd I'd you know I'll be off on their own. Let them figure yeah. it out. I'm serious. <laughs> I don't think that you, you just. I don't think you make decisions like that. I don't yeah. think. I don't think most people make decisions, especially of something like. A t- like a that that kind of instinctual nature. Yeah. Like that. Um. Yeah, I know. I've, I'll tell you though, it, it it is freed me up. It makes me feel freer. Is is thinking then, that I don't want to have kids. That's so nice. And then I still might, but but yeah. I but I I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't feel. It feels like a lot of things as you get older, where it's like it could happen, and that would be great, and, and then it didn't, and life is still. I've I've been lucky enough to have like some dreams, some bigger dreams than I ever thought would that I even dreamt happen. Yeah, and. They're great, but they don't. You're not. Ha- they're not. They're never as good as you thought they might be. What? Did, what was? What was your biggest dream realized? Do you think? Because you and uh, acting wise, you work all the time. You're so talented. You're this beautiful babe, but all and incredibly intelligent. You're the babe. Incredibly intelligent and working nonstop. You're just you're in everything good. Thanks. So, and then yeah, you know, what was the thing where we were like, wow, this was like. That really meant something to you. I, I mean, I came from New York and I came from the theater. You and went to Juilliard. I, I went to right? Juilliard, and my dream was to be in. Uh, the, every year, the public theater has a Shakespeare in the Park in the in the Central Park, and it's great. It's like a cultural institution. Like it's, uh, um, and everybody lines up in New York to go. And a few years ago, I 
uh, got to do that. And I got to be a great part in, in it. And it was, I don't even know if I, I dreamed like that big in terms of like what I, it, yeah, I, I, it was, it was, it was probably the biggest dream come true for me that I've had. And I was happy about it for 15 minutes after I got the job. Yeah. Then I was really nervous. Oh, God. Spent like two weeks being nervous. Then we started rehearsals. It was really fun, of course. But I was really nervous. I would, I, it, was, it was partly a musical. I would take my tap shoes home to um, my apartment in Chelsea and like practice the tap dancing because I was so nervous. This was a few years ago? This is like five years ago, yeah. Um, and what was the play? What was it was um, Love's Labor's Lost. And who were you playing? I was playing Rosalind. Uh, and you know, and then, and it was just like, it ended up being like any job. Like it was very fun sometimes and sometimes it was awful and sometimes it was really scary and, and I was very nervous and I was just dealing with problems just like any job. Yeah. So I just, I I feel like anything must be Everything comes with a whole bunch of um, bummers, too. You know, I bought a house. I love my house. You've been to my house. Your house is so beautiful. Um, but it's a constant, um, you know, money pit. Um, yeah. Uh, wor- and, and not just a money pit, but like worrying about, oh, what is, the, if, if this, I, I noticed that some, a board was eaten up on the side of my house. I was like, do I have termites? Do I have to? It's just like oh. all of, it's all of that. That's Everything I- is... Life is com- com- complete problem solving all the time with some um, moments of joy. That's how I feel about relationships too. Even though I'm learning to uh, to stop with the creating pain in a relationship. Oh, I baby. can't. I, I can't explain what I meant. But I, I know what you mean. Well, because I was gonna say I'm gonna. I just want to make sure I'm clear on this in case he's listening, and you know, but like or. Does he listen to your podcast? He does sometimes, but also he's given me space because well, when I have like self helpy people on mm-hmm. the show or holistic whoever mm-hmm. on the show, which I love and my listeners seem to love, mm-hmm. like the manifestation advisor Lacey Phillips was on my show twice, and that title manifestation advisor makes people laugh, but it makes a whole other group of people go, "Wow, let me tune in," and that was my highest listened to show. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear those, uh-huh. but he likes comedian people and directors and whatever and actors and actresses, but uh. I well, I was gonna say I like living in an apartment because you know you can call somebody and go like fix the tub, oh, fix the thing. Yeah, such a relief. Oh, great. Yeah. But then I want to buy a beautiful house. In a relationship, I thought that would solve all my problems that I'd feel loved and secure and all this stuff. But there are so many um, problems that are not necessary that that are my doing that I create because they're so difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, we're podcasting. We are podcasting. Some skate- skateboarders. 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 We've had enough of you. Cool neighborhood. I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, but, I, but within, within the relationship, I, uh, it, it could be beautiful and wonderful if I let it be. But, uh, but, but anyway, my point is, I don't even know. My, do you know what my point is? Do you know what I was saying? There's always good I and there's know. always I, bad. I, I, do, I do know. I feel like, I, I do know like, like, um, uh, not creating drama, but like you could, you. I feel like when you some problem happens, you can either fixate on it, on it and give it more importance than it than it yeah. than it has, or just be like, okay, that sucked. Moving on. A lot of there's a lot of good in our relationships. At least yeah. that's what I mean when you say like I was creating pain. Well, when you're saying there's good and bad to everything, like you got your dream job, but then there's, it's there's, it's stressful because yes. you get nervous and this and that. Even though for a moment in 15 minutes you're having a great, you know, oh yeah, you love your house, but then it might there might be a termite. So there's always mm-hmm. good and bad. And I notice that with I'm in the stream relationship right now, 
and uh, and it could be perfect if I let it be. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I really want to make this clear. I have a point I would like to land because um, I feel like I've finally chosen a good person. I used to choose really bad people mm-hmm. and pick the same person over and over again mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and so now the suffering I'm I, that I'm going through in my relationship, it's less and less, but it's my own doing. And so like so it's like... Uh, Anyway, I don't even know what my point is. So Your own doing, like 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 like, uh, like like bad habits that I bring to the table that I don't I don't need to be vigilant in my relationship. I could trust. I could lean back. I could be happy. Sure, I'm in sure. safe hands. Everything's really good. And so, um, right now, my my thing that I'm learning is to like just to let it be good because it could be. Yes. And stop bringing all this like old behavior or the little child version of myself into yes. it, being like, I'm not safe. I have to be vigilant. Oh my god, I'm yes. gonna be yeah. Ah. Like so. Um, and for the most part, it's magical and great. The only time it isn't is when I my ego uh, won't let it be or past whatever. I don't know. I, I yes. don't know. If, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. No, I totally get it. I feel like I that I have uh, some similar um, problems. Yeah. And I think that they're very common. I, it's it's. Relationship relationships are scary. They're <laughs> they're scary. so scary. And um, another exclusive. And <laughs> <laughs> relationships are super scary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they are scary. So it makes sense to protect yourself, and some people overprotect. Oh God! And I I I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that I have learned to make better choices. You've made better choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that I. I, but it was, it's a long road. Yeah. Are you in therapy? Um, I have been in therapy. I'm not currently in therapy right now. I, I love therapy, but I sort of find, and this is a new experience and I've gotten, I've gotten real like wee wee woo woo woo. woo, woo. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been using, no, you get wee wee, I get woo woo. Let's meet in the middle. <laughs> wee wee is like woo woo, but it's even weirder. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. Wee, wee. By the way, if you want a Listerine mint strip, go for it. Oh, Maybe thanks. Not with my coffee. You've got your coffee. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Just be rude if I didn't offer you one, but uh, I had a lot of garlic the last few days and I'm... For health purposes or just like great eating? Just great eating and health purposes. Right. But then it's too much. I added a little bit too much and I'm like, oh no, what are other people smelling that I'm not aware of? Because it's in me, you know? <laughs> anyway. Okay. So you're making better choices. Oh, yeah, wee, we, wee. Uh, yeah, we, we. I, 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 I feel like a lot of. I have like this stuff, like Reiki. Yeah. Are you um, doing that? I'm doing that. Yeah. And it really, it feels like it really helps, like psychologically. I don't yes. know. I don't. I feel like stuff is as an actor. You, but I don't. I don't think it's just like an acting school thing. It's like stuff is trapped in your body, yeah. and um. And it it uh, it manifests itself in like illness sometimes or tension or like sickness, but I, I don't feel I just I, I don't know what I'm trying I'm saying trying to say like four things at once. No, I love it. Um, that was me like seven minutes ago, <laughs> two minutes ago. Rewind. I, I think that r- r- the body stuff helps me right now more than the talking. The, the talk. Oh, you're also so because right. I talk so much with my I have uh, with my girlfriends. I don't th- and my guy friends. Like I, I just. I feel like I'm a big um, uh, what's going on. Let's, but like it, it all is very <laughs> deep and, and not maybe not even deep. It's just like about your relationships, your feelings. That's what this every podcast is about. Every com- yeah, this is exactly like every hang I have. Yeah, <laughs> except you can't say all the good stuff because we're no. recorded. Yeah. Um, oh, me too. And it's a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I always date guys who are like much more quiet than me, which is thank God because. 
but the other day in an argument uh, with the boyfriend, with my boyfriend, uh, I was like, I just wish, I was like, I just wish you had the ability to use flowery words and you talked more. And And I was like, I don't think you talk enough. And he was like, I think you talk too much. And I was like, <laughs> noted. <laughs> and he's right. Cause I am just always talking. And I'm like, you know, I want you to say, I love you more. It'd be really nice. Said, he's like, I'm probably never going to say, I love you as much as you want me to, because those words don't even mean anything. It doesn't mean I don't feel it. They don't even mean anything. It's actions. So I'm like with a, with Ooh, a, I like it. I know he's a great guy. I like it. He's so, and he's so I right agree with him. Me I too. like it. And meanwhile, I'm like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then I'm like an asshole and selfish. <laughs> and I'm, but, but I do love him a ton, but sure. He, it's such a nice balance. But uh, yeah, man, I talk so much. If I was with somebody who talked as much as me, like you and I probably couldn't date. You'd, you'd kill me. I mean, you'd kill me because I'm I, too short for you. I'm, you're too short for me. It's true. But I never wear, you could wear heels and I, I never wear heels. But, uh, but I mean, I would talk too much for you. You wouldn't handle it. For You wouldn't like it. Anyway. Anyway. But uh, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Ther- oh, yeah, yeah. Ther- oh, anyway, yes. Oh, therapy. Yeah. You like the physical stuff. The physical stuff. I, I, I went to, uh, yeah, I'm going to a Reiki person here. And in New York, I had, oh, God, this is so embarrassing to say. I had an amazing foot acupun- acupuncture, acupressure. Oh, I love that. S- acupressure yeah. session that just... Like boiled my brain down to just yeah. like a like a very slow wave. It was it was it was. I have a lot of anxiety, and it just someone touched my feet for a very skilled person. Oh, that's what I want all the time. She was very skilled. Yeah. Um. Um. So you're liking the physical stuff more? Yeah. I I did a Reiki session with a woman named Laura 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 Elliot in Los Angeles, and you know, I was like, oh, who knows what this is gonna be? Whatever. I get on her table and all of a sudden I'm just like weeping, gutturally sobbing. I don't know if that happened to you, but, but, but I have heard, I, I, I have heard of that. Yeah. I was just like sobbing and it was so embarrassing too because she was mm-hmm. a stranger, you know, and like I'm putting myself in this vulnerable position, but I didn't know how I was going to react and I wasn't trying to go for that. I mm-hmm. wasn't on purpose and I just, yeah, I just exploded with this like this warm feeling and Good. that guttural crying, but uh, anyway... That's great. I yeah. mean, I'm sure she was thrilled. I guess so. She was like, oh, you did really well. And, yeah. and I did other stuff like energy healing work. I, I, last 2018 was like this whole like trying out all these things. and uh, But I get into tarot cards too. And to, oh, really? Do you like that stuff or no? I, or is it scary or just unnecessary? I just, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't a thousand percent believe it. And yeah. And, um, and... But I do think that all that stuff is ask question it asks questions of you that are yeah. important to talk about. But I don't I don't know in ter- in terms of how much stock I put in the actual this is going this is something that's going to happen to yeah. you fortune telling kind of thing. And I do get scared about who I let tell me things because if it's an sure. evil weird person, sure, or just sinister somehow, and then I'm opening myself up to them, sure. I get so sensitive to it. I'm like. Oh my god! I can't believe it. Why would yeah. you say that to me? Yeah. It must be true. Like, yeah. yeah. And uh, oh god. Oh, how do we meet? By the way, total side note of a side note out of the randomly, but I don't know. I mean, I know that we know, knew each other before this, but I feel like the last time, one of the last times I saw you, uh, we were leaving a party and you were getting into a fancy car. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was on drugs. No, I don't know. I think that. I was on drugs. Wait, was this a CB? Oh, wait, no. Was this a, a search party party? Yes. Wait, yes. was that the party? I think it was. Oh, my God. Wait, maybe it was a different party. It was. No, I think it was. But it, but it was. It, I think it was at where search No, I think it was at the search party party. Yeah. It, it was, was just at like, that weird, that like place that. Where people were dancing. Yeah. It was in. Uh, I can't believe you remember that. It was October, right? Not this October, the, a year ago. Yes. Okay, I was dating, ugh, whatever, somebody, <laughs> somebody, and he was doing drugs, and I was like, I guess I'll, I'm going to do drugs too. At first, I was at the party, and he was on drugs, and I remember being like, I was like, I, I don't remember him at all. Oh, just good. remember you. I, did, I don't remember the drugs, but I just, I, you, you were leaving as I was coming. I think I said, did I shout, shout like, I'm going to have sex now. Did I say that? I don't. Weirdly, I don't remember that, but. Oh my God. Well, here's another time. Oh, this I'm is. I'm going to have sex. I feel like I was like, I'm off to have sex now and then do drugs or something. But no, I don't, I don't think there was. Maybe there was. Maybe. Who knows? Okay, well. It's pretty. If, 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 that, <clears throat> if, if you did say that, that's pretty exciting. That's a good well, exit line. It's a good exit line. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this apartment. Okay. With yeah. That. I'm off to do sex and drugs now. Because it's <laughs> two in the afternoon. <laughs> um, I am making sure we're not running out of juice on this uh, podcast recorder. Okay. Oh, well, I remember mm-hmm. having a birthday party in Los Feliz so many years ago. And... Oh God, I don't know. Maybe, oh my God, it may have been my like 30th birthday, my 31st, 32nd birthday. I don't know. But it was years ago. And you showed up at the party with Brett and Janixa, I uh-huh, think, because uh-huh. you guys are your friends of sure, Brett yeah. Gelman, Janixa Bravo. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember thinking, I didn't know any of you, right? I don't think I did. <laughs> Why were we there? And I think you guys just crashed my birthday party in Los Feliz. I think like somebody got the flyer and they're like, there's a party in Los Feliz on Holly Knoll or something like this pretty house my friend Brooke owned at the time. <clears throat> and I remember thinking, because I was so drunk and excited that it was my birthday and there's like a frog in my throat now. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Disgusting. Um, sorry, guys. You're better than that. Anyway. <laughs> And I'm, I, I, know, I know, I'm so gross. No, I'm just trying to make you feel more comfortable. Thank you. Okay. Um, but I remember like seeing you. I didn't know Brett. I didn't know Janixa. I didn't know you. And I just remember seeing you all walk in. And I think you were with, um, I think, I clearly remember this perfectly. You were with, wait, what's the name of the DJ guy who's in a band and he's tall and lanky and he hangs out with all the comedy people and he's in a cool band and everybody loves him. He's got uh, a mop top hair. Um, Nick. Oh, yes. Nick. What's his last name right now? Thorberg? Yes. I can't believe I blanked on his name. I was like, uh, you know, I, I, anyway. But um, you guys all walked in and I went, wow, I can't believe those guys are all in my party. How nice of them to want to come to my birthday party and celebrate my party with me. And I felt so proud. Like, I felt like you guys knew it was my birthday. You were making an effort. You were like, wow, we really like this <laughs> And then the next day when I was sober, I went, no, no, no. They just like crashed my birthday party, which is equally cool and fine. But I just remember (laughs) in the moment I felt so special. (laughs) Wait, so you had flyers for your birthday party? Okay, don't put it on me. Don't deflect. I just tried to to remember. I have no idea. I tried to remember. I didn't have flyers. How this all happened? It was years ago. It wasn't like a flyer, but it was just like a little thing. I was texting friends being like, oh, here's the party. And it was like a picture. My friend made a picture of me and then like Alexi's birthday address of the party somehow it just must have fallen into the wrong hands and that's where you come in 
I got my <laughs> every weekend me, Brenna Janixa and Nick. <laughs> go to random people's parties. I just couldn't believe it though. But I felt so cool because you guys all walked in. You, was it at your house? No, it was at my friend's house in in, in uh, Los Feliz. And I just remember because you're beautiful, you know, head full of, you know, bright red, beautiful hair. And you're this goddess. You just glide into the room. Then like Janixa had her hat on. Brett is wearing like a necklace. I don't know what was happening. Nick always just looks, you know, cute and indie rock or whatever. Cute. Yeah. And I just felt like, wow, (laughs) I am so cool with all my cool party guests wishing me a happy birthday. But really it was me. Did we wish you a happy birthday? Not at all. Oh my God. I think I walked. Sure. I think I walked up to Nick and went, hey, thanks for, I'm so glad you could make it. Can I uh, get you guys a drink? And we're just like, (laughs) I was so excited. Anyway, and then one of my guy friends who's now married, but he was like, he had the the hugest crush on you. And he was talking about, this was like so many years ago. Yeah. But, uh, and then for the lemon after party, there's a lemon, uh, Janixa's movie, Janixa Bravo's incredible movie, Lemon. There was an after party, a a small quiet gathering at your house about a year and a half ago. Yep. Right? Yep. I was dating a guy at the time. He moved to Los Angeles for me. I did not like him. It was all too much, all happening too quickly. We're having a really bad night. I invited him to to go to the party with me and we ended up breaking up on your porch. (gasps) No. Yes. It was the worst breakup ever, not because I didn't want it to happen. I was so happy. On my porch? I was so happy to be rid of him, but this is how it ended. I was like, listen, we just need to talk about this. It's like very uncomfortable. It's a lot of tension. Like, do you have anything you want to say before like we just end this? And he looked at me, started shaking his head without saying anything. Like he was flabbergasted. He was like... And then he bolted upright, looked at me, and ran off the porch. I have never seen him or heard from him again. So basically, I got... I mean, I broke up with him, but he ran off your porch from me. There's a lot of stairs down from my porch, too. A lot of stairs. Went, got into his car, drove off. I've have you not, never... I haven't seen him or heard from him. Did you guys text? Did you try... Never! You're just, you're just like, bye. Never! Yeah. Oh... Yeah. My God. And then I went back to the party and I was just trying to be like normal because it was like Genix's thing. It was like cozy, whatever. And, you know, everybody was all mellow. I didn't want to bring so much drama into this mellow, lovely party. But, uh, yeah. And I think Brett and Genix had drove me home. But, uh, wow. It was such a weird night, but that was on your porch. Oh my God. That blows my mind. That, that party, that party was not chill. Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the guy from, yeah. Allowed to say that? Uh, um, I, uh, I mean, I'll say anything. I don't care. <laughs> I'll bleep it out if you want me to. But I mean, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the I guy have from no Cine Family. It. The yeah. guy from Cine Family. The owner of Cine Family, who I used to be friends with, who I, I never but talked to anymore. It, ca- it came out, but it was people like the day. It was and the were hurt by it, and I. It was the day before it, it, it all a very came strange out. Strange experience for me as a host. I was like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Yeah. Um. Um. That was uncomfortable. It was. It so anyway. It became like it was. It was. It was. It was yeah. not a chill party. Some, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, I a friend of mine le- ended up leaving, and I um, because of him. I remember that because he was in defense of his girlfriend, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And then a few days later, yes, all this it all stuff came hit, out, and that was yeah, and that was a precursor to all but the he, Me Too he, stuff. He did right? not know. No. He did not know. No one knew that it was going to come out. Um, it just happened to be in that like little packet of time. I can. Yeah. That was um, before Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. That the Cinna family stuff was before the Harvey Weinstein yeah. stuff. Oh my God. That was like the, yeah, that's what like set everything off. It wasn't even Harvey Weinstein. It was the uh, Hayden from Cinefam. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not laughing because I'm 
happy. I'm just no. uncomfortable. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh God. What a weird night. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so strange. Also, there was it, it was you could have described it as as we were all sitting around the fire. It was yeah. very cozy because it was lovely. Yeah. But then someone was running off my porch because <laughs> to, yeah, to get away from me because <laughs> they couldn't handle an adult breakup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I forgot why we were talking about that, but I think probably every conversation between two women in Hollywood ends with like, <sighs> at least has some Me Too stuff in it. Do you have, I have Me Too stories. Oh, of course. Do you have any you want to share? I have, because I've had, I have, you know, um, it's been, I, what's weird with all this Me Too stuff coming out, I've been, a lot of the people that, um, that have been uh, called out, I personally have stories with them. Oh, that's how vast. Uh. That's how vast they're like when they're when people are like oh it's only three people three people talk to the New York Times. That doesn't mean that it's it's. I did it, what it's not funny, but I I I I forgot his name now. The guy, um, um, James Toback. Oh God, he, I had my worst one was with James Toback. Really? Yes, and I. I, but it was a long, long time ago, uh, so I don't ever think about it. But when he, when he, when it came out that his, I, I read that they might be suing, not suing him for money, but suing him for something. I don't know. Maybe it was money, but I, but it wasn't that I was, uh, I was interested in the money. I was, I was just like, okay, I, I have a story yeah. about him. I will, if you want my story to for part of your lawsuit, you can have it. Yeah. And so I wrote to the guy who broke that story in the Los Angeles times and said, I have a story. And he didn't write me back for three weeks. And finally he wrote me back. He was like, sorry, um, I have gotten hundreds of emails from people like you, so it's just taken me a while. Oh my god! I mean, that's how crazy, yeah, it is. But you know, I, I I've, uh, yeah, a lot of those people I have had yeah. to some degree yeah. some inappropriate um, thing. Yeah. So yeah, I've yeah yeah I had yeah. It's nice. just it's it's part of it, and it's really good that it's. I know that a, lo- a lot of my guy friends are. Um, I don't know. It's complicated, but I am fully happy that this stuff is coming. Me out, too. I think it's a huge, huge problem. Yeah, and it's uh, the the public outing is is. You know, it's it's a uh, it's. I don't know what to say about it. I guess it's. Dangerous sometimes, but necessary because yeah. nobody because women needed were too afraid to come forward because nobody believed them, right? And mm-hmm. then and they, so they you know oftentimes I know that I've had a lot of me too situations, mm-hmm. and in those moments you go it's you're, it's only the woman mm-hmm. who has the experience and the man who's perpetual like, whatever the word is who's it's a woman and the man there are only two people involved. So as a woman, you, I have the tendency or we have the ten, a tendency to go, was it, did, is it my fault? Did I oh. do that? So, you, so maybe, and, and you rewrite the thing where it's probably me or am I just overreacting? Am I being crazy? And then you get gaslit by the guy or, or the guy would be like, the men I've been in these situations with would act like everything was so calm and cool and casual and mm-hmm. normal that it would make me go, 
oh, I must be psycho. Mm-hmm. It, this must be normal. And if I freak out, it's my problem. So you internalize all this stuff. But yeah. then beca- thank God for, like, for social media and for people publicly outing men or, or oh. whatever they've gone through. Because all of a sudden, you know, it makes you go, oh, that's exactly what I felt. I'm yes. not alone. Again, it goes back to the whole thing where it's like you shine a light on it. You yes. talk about the thing. It yes. removes the shame. It makes yes. you realize, oh, that's how I was feeling. I wasn't crazy. I'm not alone. You went through it too. Oh, my goodness. So... Yeah, I don't it know. clarifies it because you it, when when you're when that happens to you, you I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know if this is a woman thing or it's just but but you do blame yourself of putting yourself in that situation yeah. and it's basic and and but now when I when I look at it, it's like the same argument of like she got raped, she was wearing a short skirt. It's like just because somebody is doing something doesn't yeah. mean that you have the right to like victimize them. Yeah. They're they're hard and fast lines, you know? Yeah. And that's between like violence and sexual assault. Like then then there's some gray areas somewhere, you yeah. know? But there's some like lines that we all have to agree on that like no matter what, this can't happen. It makes dating nowadays a little bit bizarre too, because I remember saying to a new person I was dating, being like Hey, are there any like stories from like the last five or ten or fifteen years that like are gonna be are mm-hmm. gonna come out? Did you any do did you, did you do anything weird? Did you ever have sex with a girl who was too drunk and mm-hmm. didn't want to have sex? I, you know any yeah? Because it's making men have to look at themselves. I don't I don't know if they're all looking at themselves and trying yes. to take responsibility. But anyway, no, I, I don't think that they're all looking at themselves. But yeah. I think that's but I do think that some of them are, and I I it must be very I feel for them because. I don't think that behavior was good at all, yeah. at all. Um, um, some of it, like, it bordered or was criminal. But um, um, to be in this, I, I, I do understand their frustration of being, like, stuck in the, in this moment that it was, like, sort of societally okay to yeah. do this. Yeah. And now suddenly, it, like, if people find out that you did this, it will, you know, Ruin I don't think life. it destroys your life. But I think it it severely hurts it for yeah. a while. Um, um, yeah. So it must be to believe something is okay, even though if you thought about it, it'd be, you're t- sort of an asshole. Yeah. Um, aye, aye, do you know aye. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, but I don't feel bad for them. You know, I don't feel bad for them either. <laughs> yeah. But now better choices. Well then, then, you know, Oh God, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm fascinated by me too stories. Do you have anything more exciting than that? I mean, that's such a great story. I I don't toxic toxic stories to help young women listening to the show who look up to you who are like, I don't ever want to go through that, and I want to be strong enough to get out. I mean, I I feel like I have so many. Oh Jesus! (laughs) Um, um, I mean, not so many, but just you know, I've I've been. I guess just that thought of 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 that it's not that it's not your that it you can be responsible for um um what you do in life and like choices you make but I think when somebody assaults you it's not your fault no matter what yeah. you know like like you could walk it's it's it is other people's other people's decision to uh be violent, to be sexually aggressive. Um, um, I mean, sexually assault you. Um, if it, no matter what you're wearing or acting or how yeah. drunk you are um, or where you are, because that's the only way that um, um, I think people act like men are these animals, and we should um, 
we should understand that they are and act accordingly. And I get it. We're all animals, but we live... Um, we pride ourselves on being like trying to be better, being a civilized society. Yeah. And part of that is holding men and women accountable for, uh, uh, you know, uh, doing criminal things. Yeah. What do you think shifted in you when you were like making better choices or something? Uh, I think. I had a really bad relationship, um, and I think that that really uh, that changed. I, I, I that that really changed something for me. Yeah, I just I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, like, I really can't do it. Yeah. So, what were you doing? Because you sounds like you, you had a good relationship with your dad, or no? I, I didn't a, have a. I, didn't, I have a bad relationship with my dad, but it, it's, it's so cliche and boring. It's embarrassing <laughs> to even say like, oh, I have daddy issues. Boo hoo! Like my boyfriend won't let me use that excuse anymore. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's not the alcohol and it's not your daddy issues. Grow up. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> which is actually good. Uh-huh. But, yeah, yeah. It's it's because even if you do have issues, you have to you you're. You you have to take responsibility for Ugh, them. And it's so annoying. Like, no, it is. Ugh. And um, healthy choices are uncomfortable. I like oh, the toxic yes. choices because they're so fun because yes, I can act out and you be weird. Recognize them. Yeah, and I love codependent relationships where you can be like, like just crazy, and it just feels so exciting. I don't know. But yes. I, I'm not. I'm not in one anymore. So good. Yeah, good. with but, a tall gentleman. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I don't know. Uh, my dad. I don't have. I love my dad because he's my dad, but I don't have a. I don't have a good relationship with him, but he would not say that. He would say we have the best relationship. Yeah. We've like never fought ever. Um, but he wasn't really a part of my life growing up. And um, my parents were, were, were divorced. He lived in a totally different place. But recently my mom um, sent me all the letters that I sent to my dad during my, just all the letters I sent to him. And, and they're all, I was reading them. I'm like, oh, no wonder he thought we have a good relationship because they're so sweet oh and they're God. just so jokey. And But that was just my way of dealing with him. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't honest with him. Yeah. And I will never be, he'll, he will die and I'll never be honest with him. Mm, that's okay. Yeah. I think it's, it's okay. okay. I, 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 I tried to be and in years past and it just didn't work out. He couldn't listen to it. And that's just what happened. And so now we have a relationship that works, which is not like, I wouldn't be like, this is how a father or daughter should be. That's yeah. what I want. But it works yeah. on some level. As long as you're happy. It seems like he's fine. Yes. But as long as you, the suffering is not in you, then that's great. Yes. As long as you're not spiraling or just being, or in turmoil. Because then, yes. then you're free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's sort of like the kid stuff. It's like, if you don't need anything, oh God, yeah. you are free. If you don't need it. Oh my God. I mean, I'm not a, like a Buddhist or anything, but I... But no, I, you're I, a Buddhist. I, 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 no, that's beautiful. Because <laughs> attachment is suffering. Yes. But I love being attached. I love attachment too. Me too. <laughs> that's why I'm not a Buddhist, because I love it. I love being attached to my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that causes the suffering. And I love being yeah. attached to my friends and my friends being yeah. attached to me. And I, I, I want that suffering that comes yeah. with that. But... I guess you have to choose what you're like. What's going to make you suffer? What you're attached to? Yeah, I guess you know. You if you only have like a packets of energy, a packets yeah. of like places to put your things that could hurt you. Yeah, I put. I choose to put it on my friends and yeah, you know, some of my family. But what's your mom all about? What's she up to? She's um, 
she's great. She's she's my um boring. Just kidding. <laughs> she's she's very complicated. She's she's um she's a born again Christian. Oh, she is? Yes. Are you religious at all? I was religious. I was a born again Christian. I was like oh, what does that mean to be a born again Christian? It means you fucking love Jesus so much. You do? You talk to him. <laughs> what do we say? You uh you just sorry, I like used to be like, Jesus, what do you, you know so I would talk to him about anything. I love this. Um um it was great. Yeah. I really miss it. Yeah. Um Do you? Yeah. Oh my god, I actually prayed today, but I didn't say Jesus. I said Dear God and angels. <laughs> sure. And then I, Yeah, I really did. And I yes. was like, thank you for blah blah blah. Because I, I heard you so say thank you instead of like I would like or I yes. want. Yes. Just, you, you, yes. You say thank you. Yes. Say thank you. That's that's I would mostly talk to Jesus about thank you. Really? Yes. Or pray for other people. It felt awesome. And I believed it. Like yeah. now I'll still pray and I'm like, oh, this is probably bullshit. No. But um uh but then I thought that Jesus was like could hear me. I was I was like the I mean I was raised where there was no evolution oh. that like the earth was six thousand years old that God created the earth like everything in the Bible was true. Wow, it all was true. Which testament? Were there two? All the testaments. Okay, sorry, I've two, never read two, either. The two testaments, <laughs> Alex- the old and the new. Alexi learns about Jesus. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so no evolution. No evolution. No um. Yeah, no evolution. The dinosaurs never happened. Um, um, their bones are in the ground just for um, just just to be make the world more interesting. That's what God did for us. Uh, yeah, there's a hell, and you go to it if you don't believe in Jesus. That's it. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Um, if Hitler believed in Jesus, he goes to heaven. And yeah, um, you know, if mother, whatever, if the like the the uh, anyone who doesn't believe in Jesus, even if you're like the head Confucius, who probably I think was probably before Jesus, yeah, um, so he doesn't um, exist. <laughs> according to the wait, so wait, no. so does your mom is your mom just like not understand it? Was it like a bummer? Wait, when did you decide not to? In when I was in college, I was fully Christian all through 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 high school. Really, not like, but I was. I always think that I was a such a better person than I am now. Like I was not like Oh my god, I love that. I was never I, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about um Christianity with people, but I really did believe in especially the New Testament is so fucking awesome. It is? Yeah. I mean it just has it's it's its view is so radical and giving and I I really loved that and generous. I really loved that and I tried to do that. And there was a great reason to do it. It's because Jesus, the person that made me, wanted me to do it. And yeah. now I have no reason to do anything. Well, you um, can if you want to. Yeah, but it's it's less like I I lived a life where part of my life where the reason for everything was there was a God who loved me and eventually I would meet him. Yeah. And that's a pretty powerful way to go about your life. Yeah. And then when that goes away and it's like so confusing, the world is so, con- so, so chaotic. So many choices. So many choices. Um, 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 th- there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, it, it's, it, I, I feel like it was very hard to give that up, but I, because I was raised to believe it all, I was, um, I don't want to say anti-gay, but I was, like, like I considered gay sex like premarital sex. Now I can already tell you're going to freak out about having said any of this on the podcast. But you're no, not. I don't you're know. not saying anything. But you're not saying anything bad. You're saying. I'm what? saying that I you, when I was like 15 years old, this is what I believe because I was born a Christian, 
and and but I, I said that about premarital sex because I don't want it to. It, it wasn't hateful to me. It was just like but Jesus will be mad. It was. It, it was like it you're was, doing something bad. It's a sin, you know, and everybody sins. Yeah. So, and I didn't understand being gay at all. I just thought it was like a. I thought it was like a like how I wanted to have sex with my boyfriend. Uh, they wanted to have sex with guys, but yeah. it was like I was trying not to do that, and maybe they should try not to do that because it's all sins. I didn't really think like, well, I can, there's a way for me to have sex that God will like. Yeah, and this the God that I I just didn't think it through. Um, to the point where uh, uh, a good friend of mine came out to me when I was in high school. Oh wow! And I do? was like, and we're still like best friends, but but he came out to me, and I was like. You know, you're what I, I, you know, and he was a, he was a Christian too. I was like, you know, that's wrong. Oh, wow. And he was like, I, he doesn't remember this. I'm like, remember I was the first person you came out to and I said it was wrong. He's like, I don't remember that. I'm like, I know it happened. Wow. So. Cause this was a big deal for you. Cause it made you probably morph and change and grow and it did. deepen. It did because then I went to college like a year after that and I met so many gay people and realized that everyone that I knew in high school was gay. And as soon as I realized that like I didn't think gay being gay was wrong or then the whole thing fell apart. Oh, it had to fall apart. Because it just, it all fell apart. I was just like, I guess I don't believe in the Bible anymore because I don't think that this is, I know that this is not wrong. I know that the God that I would love would not make Make somebody want to to love a particular kind of person and then forbid it. Yeah, it's so messed up. Is that in the New Testament also? <sighs> um, yeah, I think it's in Paul. Can't you just pick and choose what works people, for you? Some people do pick, and I pick and choose a little bit. I still go yeah. to church once in a while. Yeah, I'm I'm um, half Jewish. I still I go to church and I'll light a candle and I pray and like yeah, you know. But that's so amazing. It's that just that not has, the same, though. It's not the same as being when, rooted in a thing. Yeah, and really believe it. Like really believe it. Yeah, as I, it's it is like it, life can be just so hard that when you, I don't know, when I have a really hard day and I'm like all these things are being thrown at me, I go, oh God, I wish. Oh God, I wish. But I, I wish I had religion in a real way. So I could feel rooted and grounded yeah. in something because I feel like sometimes I could feel like I'd just be blown over by yeah. a gust of wind because I'm not, there's no foundation. There's yes. no like, I'm not tied to like, so which is why I do pray and I pray to God sometimes because yeah, it just makes me feel less alone. Yes. But that is such a beautiful thing that like, that's such a beautiful story. Like being from, you know, your friend opening up to you and being brave enough to like, cause he was Christian too. Mm-hmm. That must have been really scary for him to tell you. Yeah. And then both of you together kind of like. Yeah, he and I did. Our families are Christian and, and and together. And actually, when I went home to Montana, we all played Bible trivia together. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's great! Look, this is a beautiful story. This is like and his parents were like, I shouldn't. I well, I'm not saying anything. you should write a movie they're, about they're, this. They're um they're they're they were they're now kind of Christians where I think um um that they're. Uh, that they're they they're sort of pick and choose and they don't judge their son. There was a, probably a time when they would have, but they don't. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Would you raise a kid with a religion? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's also confusing. I think I I I I loved it so much. I love yeah. those stories so much. It'd be very. It's it, it. I think I would, but it's it's so. 
it's so different from how I was raised. I don't know. I'm sure that there are churches that are, or institutions, or I don't even know what they are, but that will be like, these are, this is a story and that's what it is. It's a, it's a parable. Yeah. The whole thing is, Jesus told parables, but they're, the, whole, the whole thing is a parable Yeah, that will help you um, in your life. But also, I feel like I would, ra- if I had a kid right now, I'd raise it to be, because I feel like the earth might be ending, I'd raise it to be like a total asshole. Really? I'd be like, fight as much as you can. I'd be oh like, grab God. everything. Oh <laughs> I feel like that's God. the response. I'd be like, don't be kind to anyone. Really? Yeah. Because pretty soon there'll be one scrap of food and there'll be a hundred of you and you got to get it, baby. <laughs> this is... What... Oh, my God. Bird box. Did you see bird box? Oh, I did. Yes, I did. I did not like bird box. I didn't like it either. I was like, what is this? I didn't like it for a lot of reasons. Uh, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I mean, my God. I just seen Ocean's 8. I liked it. I really did like... I liked Ocean's, Ocean's 8. 8. Yeah. Sure. So fun. Just just because of like like Kate Blanchett's suits. Oh, my God. Her suits. All the stuff. Oh, my <laughs> God, these badass women. It made me want to go to like Bergdorf's or something and be like, um, I'm trying to return these things and like steal stuff. It made me want to like be like check into a hotel and like I don't know. I just like scam people. But uh, I don't even. I did not like Bird Box. Like what, what did you like about it? Um, all the build up to nothing. Just yeah. like and like the the bummer comic relief. The people weren't funny enough. They had the comic relief guy. I don't know who that guy was. He wasn't that funny. Uh, John Malkovich. Where John has he been? Malkovich. I'm like, what are you doing what here? What is he doing? Who are you? You so. Goofy. I mean, it's not his fault. It, I feel like it was the writer's fault. It's all it's everybody's like, fault. Every scene was just like, can John, Mal- John Malkovich should say something grumpy here, right? Yeah. In every single yeah. scene, it was. I was. I was mad that John Malkovich didn't say. Come on. He's like, I, he should have been like, I'm John Malkovich. Uh, I don't do bullshit like that. But yes. He's like, and then all the build up to like, oh, sorry, spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert if you're getting ready, if, you know, it's in your Netflix queue, uh, Bird Box. But it's been enough time. You should it, have watched it. Is it Bird Box? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Um, just what is the thing they're running from? What is the thing that the crazy people want you to see that is so illuminating? And like also, oh, and then they end up in the that the place for the blind people. It's like, who cares? Oh, and then the doctor just happens to be there at the end. Like, why? Who cares? Like, I don't know. I don't even know what it's a metaphor for. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been happy. It wasn't a metaphor for something that I'm just not, I'm so dumb. I'm not picking up I on didn't, it. You know what? I did not even, I didn't even think about it enough to be like, is it a metaphor? Yeah, I was like, just like, that was... <laughs> I I would have preferred it was a really corny huge metaphor. I have to say I watched it. Yeah, I I watched it start to finish. Me too. And and I was actually I was very excited at the beginning. And then uh, who? This podcast is all over the place. By the way, this is like the most. (laughs) We're like we're talking about all this stuff. It's intense. It's like a really good podcast. I'll have you know. Just put that in your pocket. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Oh, and then I even had like a momentary fight with my boyfriend because I was like very tense, and he lifted his arm up and he blocked my vision for a moment. Mm -hmm. And so I like I like pushed his hand down. He went, stop. Like we had like a weird, like couple moment of like tense, mm-hmm. tense viewing during bird box, during bird box. And, and like, you know, it could have been a big fight mm-hmm. and that attributed to bird box, but anyway, whatever. So there's a lot of things that happen. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. No, thanks. I can never get that. Oh, Ugh. Kate Berland had a really good tweet about it. Oh my God. Now I'm fucking quoting Kate Berland. Tweets, I love it. I love her. She's the greatest. Yeah. Um, and then I retweeted her tweet and then she started following me after my retweet. So I was sweetheart. like, wow. Okay. But uh, she's a sweetheart. This is so dumb. Like her. Oh my God. But she was like. Oh, something about Bird Box, how she should have worn a blindfold during Bird Box. I can't remember. I'm not doing her tweet any justice. Yeah, but sure. Um, that, that, I, <laughs> like something like that. But I was like, yes, exactly. Did you read that people are like bird boxing, like doing a bird bo- box challenge where they're like trying to do things 
with um with blindfolds on. What? And Netflix had to be like, hey, uh, don't do that. Oh my god, yeah, try to get in your car and just use the navigation system wearing a blindfold. Uh, <laughs> but no, now now I'm just enjoying insta storing like if like a gust of like leaves goes by or there's like a bit of wind or something, then I'll just like shoot it and then be like bird box or whatever. <laughs> there was a moment that the, the, the crazy this is all spoiler, but yeah, sorry um, guys. But also get over it. Um um <laughs> they, they, they should they should relax. They need to be spoiled. But that crazy person that you find out is crazy, um, the British uh, guy? Yeah, the British guy. Of course, the British guy. That's what my boyfriend said. He's like, because my boyfriend's British. He was like, oh, of course, the British guy's the bad guy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the British guy. Um, um, he, uh, he drew some pictures of the monster, right? Or yeah. was it ever described as a monster or was it just like... Yeah, so he, I think that was the monster, the, the weird being that you can't look at. Yeah, he drew the pictures. What were you going to say that, like, if you look at those pictures, shouldn't maybe they... that's a maybe that's a maybe I don't know. I didn't pause it because I didn't, but I but I, I wondered if you noticed that and that that was a picture of the monster. That's what I thought it was. It was just like a weird monster. Weird monster. But then I also thought, well, if they look at the pictures, is something bad going to happen? Like when they saw the thing in the camera. Oh, anyway, whatever. That would be... That would be that, too much. No, I feel like that'd be... Inter- I don't know. That, that, I feel like it was a bunch of interesting ideas like strung together with, yeah. and like, but not didn't really add up to anything. And I yeah. didn't... I thought Sandra Bullock was great, but I did not care. And I just... I could not believe that she didn't name those kids until she got to the end. I, I was, know. That was too much. Did you see... That, that was that was more unbelievable than a monster that yeah. makes you kill yourself when you look at it. Yeah. That she loved those kids and just called them boy girl. Yeah. And then named them whatever she named them. Um, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Tom. She named one Tom, I remember. Wait, who's the director? Which is her like, boyfriend. Oh. Who's the director? Who that was writer? It, it was you, a lady. A lady. I know it was a lady. God. Because I read that it was a lady. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Your next audition is for her. She's yeah. like, I heard everything on the Love Alexi podcast. <laughs> Uh, you're not getting this job, but I just wanted to humiliate you by calling you into the callback. And you're like, oh my God, Alexi made me do it. I didn't want to say half the things I said. <laughs> didn't you see her? She's trying to ruin my life on her podcast. <laughs> Jesus. This um, is the only thing I want you to count out. Yeah. Oh no. No. As I've back. Oh God. Wait, do you audition all the time? I know we're like, we're no, just, we're quick, I don't what? audition. Well, you work oh, all you know the time. I should have plugged my show like oh, way wait, earlier. Don't worry. The show will be plugged in the intro for sure. But, okay. Uh, then I don't have to do it. No, do it now, please, because you're on the show. Watch what? the my show. What's the name of it? Those who can't. Those who can't. And wasn't it? It's on its third season. It's on its third season. It's going to be on in on the what day? Someday, uh, like on the eleventh, maybe. I can't the remember. I was supposed to look. Yeah. Jesus. Wait. wait did, was there a big gap in in seasons? Yes, there was a huge gap. Why? Tell me everything. What's the show Cause about? Who do you business? Because the business. Because the businesses. Two businesses wanted to get together. Oh, and which then, ones? You can't talk about it? I No, I can. I think it's... But I just can't talk about it because I don't remember. I think AT&T bought Turner or Turner bought AT&T. Oh. And like, then there was a big rigmarole and... Um, and my show was one of the, um, I think there was a lot of casualties. And I don't even know if my show is a casualty, but we definitely, um, they waited for a long time before we... Like a few years, right? Wait, not I mean, it's not years. been a few years, but it's been a while. Now... It's been a while. Listen, I got to ask you a few things before yes. you, you run out of my house, um, aka the Love Alexi podcast studio, <laughs> okay? Uh, I keep it cozy on my couch because then you get real conversations, realer conversations. Anyway... Um, you're always working. What is your secret? And all only in good things. You're like the comedy I don't think queen. That, first of all, I don't think that's that statement is true. Of I don't course, think, you don't think that's true. I don't think that I'm always working. I have a lot of time staring at the wall. Really? Um. Um. And I don't know. I. 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 I'm. I've been lucky. Of course. I mean, I've been lucky. Well, you're very talented. 
How do you prepare for an audition? What? Let me slow down. Let me slow down myself. Let me learn how to host a show and interview a person. Okay. Oh my God. Maria just put the mic to her forehead. I can see her vein popping out of her head. She is stressed out. Okay. It's almost over. What is your show about? It's about teachers. It's about very bad teachers. Um, And I play a very bad librarian. Just like not somebody who doesn't have their, 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 now I'm scared of like their shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, now you're scared of what? I was scared of uh, swearing for some reason, oh, no, even though I've said everything. Everything. <laughs> Wait, and then they changed your character too and they made it more like uh, well rounded or something. Oh, yeah. They did actually I read do about that. that. They, when I first auditioned for it, um, I was just playing someone's girlfriend or like possible love interest. And, and thanks to, um, um, the network True TV, I think, pushed for it, and I think that the guys did too. That just just make her um, one of us. So I so I had a lot to do. Yeah, um, I love that. Um, yeah, it was really fun. It's been it's it was it's been fun. What was your you're on uh, what is it Eagleheart Eagleheart? How was that? Because I'm friend. Oh, I just met uh, Chris Elliott for the first time. Oh, you did. And I'm friends with Bridie. Oh. And then I moderated a Q and A for Bridie's movie, Clara's oh. Ghost. I sh- I need to see that. I you love Bridie, and I, I love Chris. I uh, I'd never met him before. I was like terrified because I love him so much. Yes. But then it's like I know Bridie, and I'm like weird. It's that's her dad. And they met her mom, and yep. it was just very cool. I love Abby. Yes. So what was that? And then Brett was on that show. Brett was on that show. So what was that experience like? Was that? <laughs> um, it was really. Fun and um, how? What was it like? It it, it was an intense set because um, Brad and Chris are very intense. Wait, um, Brad, Brett, Brett, sorry, Delman. Brett. Yeah, um, um, it's like who's but Brad? it had a lot of love. To, like Brett is like you know I, I um, I'm close to the I'm close to Brett, but I was very close. I was very close because we were just together every day, um, um, and Chris was a was was a uh, somebody that I looked up to, and um, he's a wonderful person and really funny and um, and I guess it was just a bunch of weirdos. I think that that set was a, just a but like everybody was weird, yeah, um, in a great way. I was I, I would have loved to have done much more of that show. Yeah, how did you end up being the, the so? Uh, immersed in the comedy world, like I when, don't know when did that first start? Where it was like you were like the the, the comedy go because you're, I don't know. It didn't have to go that way, but it didn't. It's I, a wonderful thing. I don't know why. I I went to Juilliard. I'm yeah. a very serious person. Yeah, are you? <laughs> no, but I I do I do think like I when I do plays, I rarely do. I, I'm a lot of time the heavy of the play, or not the heavy, but like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like doing a like a lotsy on stage or something. I'm like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm crying, um, um, but I don't know. I, I, my first job was in Strangers Candy, and I think because oh of God. that, and I, I love doing comedy is so much more fun than doing drama, at least on tele, in television because drama is so hard, and comedy is so fun, and everybody around is so fun, and. I don't know to to do like a show where I'd, you know, I I love The Sopranos so much. But oh my god, me too. But it would be so hard to to do that too. To, I I would almost rather do Eagleheart than the best show on television. I think Eagleheart's a great show. Yeah, but I don't think it's the best show on television like The Sopranos. When is. you were talking about going visiting your dad in the home, it made me think of Tony. The the first visual was Tony Soprano visiting his mom. Oh. Yeah. Or, or one of the other mafia mafioso guys visiting his mom in a home where all the other ladies aren't talking to the 
one of the moms. I just rewatched oh, the yes. series. Oh, uh, it's Polly, Polly, Polly Walnut. Yeah. His, oh, his, his, his mom is in a, yeah. she's getting ignored at the By all the other home. ladies. They don't like her. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't want to eat with her. Yeah. I loved, oh, I, I love that relationship and I love, I love that show so much. I love all mafia movies and shows. Like, why is that? It's so weird. It's, it's so sexy to me. It's so misogynist though. Mm-hmm. And the men are all cheaters and casino and goodfellas and all yeah. the things and, but it's like weird. It's like tradition and it's romantic. There are all these old traditions, but then it's so fucked up too, but it's so sexy. It's so hot. I watch yes. these movies. Well, and that, like, I feel wow. like those things go together. It's like, why? But then we want like, no, because but of, it's 2019 because of touching death or something. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I just, but I feel like that all that stuff um, gets mixed up like pain and, and, Sex and like and bound like and bound and so and like tons of boundaries. Yeah, breaking those boundaries. Yeah, it's so, so sexy. Like, like yeah. you know, I, I I think that that all not in a healthy way, probably. Yeah, but, no, but that's even sexier. Um, <laughs> um, God. Well, we're talking about Eagle Heart. We got your new your show that's in its third season. Yes. Where do you shoot probably that? Some other things I can't. Don't remember. tell these psychos. They'll probably try to come try to find you. Have you ever had a stalker? I not, would stalk not you. Not a good one. Oh, good. <laughs> no one who really cared. Oh, God. <laughs> What's wrong with you out there? <laughs> Step it up. Oh, God. Have you had one? No, really? I feel like, no, no, no. I feel like every people that would come up that come up to me, I they like back away from me because I'm um, so. I feel like if somebody comes up to me and says like I loved you and whatever, um, I feel so. Good slash uncomfortable that I suddenly that my go to is like, what's your name? How, how do, like I, that I start like asking them until they're just like, uh, we've had enough weirdo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just wanted to say good job. I didn't want you yeah. to like get into my business. Oh my god, <laughs> I do the same thing. If anybody likes this podcast and I meet them, I'm like, yeah, I never want to let them go. It's like all of a sudden I'm trying to get them into a codependent relationship with me, or I'm like, yeah. hey, wait, meet my friends. I was showing my friends that you like me. Let's hang out. Want to hang out? Oh god. Oh god. Wait. What did you do for New Year's and for Christmas? I, just, be- I went to a friend's house and friend's it was, house. Um, and it was great. Um, it was great. All right, okay. it was really fun. You know, it was very chill and yeah. You know, I'm I'm not a big New Year's person. Like, not, I do you drink. I do drink, yeah. but I'm trying not to I'm drink. I'm trying to so drink less. Much. Me too. I mean, not, I'm trying to drink so much. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to drink, drink so much too. I'm trying to drink less just, too, <laughs> as well. Yes, yeah. In the in because I feel better when I when I don't. But it's such yeah. a like a part of my socializing that it's hard not to I'm drink. Just, I'm in a bad habit where I'm like, let's go out for a drink. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, and then when when I think that uh, uh, what's his name. Um, um, Emo Phillips has this this joke about like the first drink kills the guard, and oh, yeah. I feel like that. It's like if I have one drink, that I might as well just have like yeah four. I'm not drinking for January. You aren't. How's it going? Uh, I mean, day four. It's day four. Uh, it's okay. I didn't drink for two weeks before Thanksgiving, and that was nice. Before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, oh. then for December, it was on. I was just drinking because I went to London and Paris. I went sure. fuck it. I'm drinking. Um, so far, so good. But I'm, I'm going to drink in February because it's my birthday. But uh, I just want to make sure I crack all the codes of life and all the secrets uh, that you have to offer before uh, before we end this podcast. Like, how, what, how, what are your beauty how, secrets? How, we're almost we're almost done. It's an hour and a half tops. We, we basically only have twenty more seconds. Oh, but I mean, but, but beauty secrets right, are important. I mean, beauty secrets are important. I don't. I mean, I used to take better care of my skin. I don't as you much anymore. You look so supple and dewy. It's crazy. You look twenty two years crazy. old. It's that actually irritating. Um, I just saw an episode of uh, Oh God, what is it called? Twilight Zone, uh-huh. where this woman 
is ageless. And this reporter comes over to ask her, like, you know, how old she is because she's been all these all these movies. It's impossible. She can't be as young as she is. And then her mother lives with her. And then the mother takes the reporter aside and goes, I'm not her mother. I'm her daughter. Because I guess this lady sucks the life out of men and like takes their soul from, from, from Egypt. I don't know well, what the yeah, deal that's is. That's what I do. That's what I was that's wondering. That's what I yeah. do. So... <laughs> That's I thought so. That's why, uh, yeah, you guys heard it here first. No, I had, and, that, uh, I had that skin when I was little, and I think that, that the oiliness, that's what my mother tells me. Oh, oily skin is, mm-hmm. a gr- I had to go on Accutane twice. Oh, yeah. So oily too. skin is good. Today, my skin's very dry, I, yes. and I try to mask it, and I picked, I picked up my face last night. I just did everything wrong, put Retin-A on, and then a mask, and I just like burnt my skin off. Have you ever done that? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Ret- also, Retin-A is a, is a wonderful yeah. Um, thing. Yeah. Um, but also it's also an awful thing because it can burn. because like one one day a week I feel like my skin does not look great. Yeah, that's me today. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. Well, have you ever been on Tinder? I just want to ask you all the questions I want to ask. I've Mariah? I've looked I've looked I have been on all of the things you have? for for seconds. Like I would um but I don't I don't think that they They're not they don't for you. yeah. I, I think they're so fun to look at. I think they're fun to look at, but I don't like I don't like my I don't I don't like hanging I don't like my my visage just being on the oh yeah you know where also you're recognizable you're on all these things like it's different but Raya, for you. there's people recognizable I oh, mean that's like true. that's what but that's true Raya's like Raya's gross I feel like it's I disgusting don't know. it's just such a weird party favor it's, it's such a funny thing have you been on that one yeah for a second yeah I don't. It's weird. It is weird. I don't. I. I don't know why I don't like it. It's. I. It's. It's. Um. It's. It. it it's undemocratic in a way that I don't understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like exclusive, but I don't think it's exclusive. Yeah. I feel like every podcast I talk, I, I do, I they're gonna cut. They're gonna kick me off. No, they're ever. not. No. Because, yeah, they are because I always talk shit about them. No, I fucking. <laughs> Get, if I get a friend pass, I put it up for grabs to, to people I, I'm on my Instagram. I'm like, who wants it? Who wants it? And the people have like bid money for my friend passes on in, on, uh, on Instagram for my Raya friend Do you know passes. anyone so that's met anyone on, on Raya that they've well, like I, loved? Well, I had some relationships with guys that I met on Raya, but short-lived, whatever. And then I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Really? The first time I went on Tinder, my first and only... Tinder date I've ever been on my entire life is with this British man who's a great man. But uh, Raya is just dark and weird because I know guys who are in relationships and then my friend will take out a Raya app and they'll she'll see those guys that I know that are in relationships. They're still on Raya. But maybe they're... maybe they're In an open relationship? Or maybe they don't even know that they're... They don't they're, know that they're still on there. I feel morons. like if you don't... Yes. But I feel like if you're just like... Especially if you're... I don't know. I feel like they make it hard to not be on Raya. You well, can't you, even delete it. You can't delete. Yes. Yeah, so like you. Oh so then you're just like if even if you're in a relationship, you're. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to. These guys are probably assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm defending them. You just have to These hide your that profile. I don't know. You have yes. to hide the profile. You know how to hide your profile. You're either like maybe not a great person or don't don't know how to work your phone. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Both and not good. One of my friends was in was on Raya. No, she met her boyfriend on Raya. But then and then but he was still on Raya while they were like months into the relationship and then he said, Oh, I just didn't know how to hide my account or how to turn it off anyway. So but I I didn't believe him, but now I believe him. But anyway, but it's irritating. Yes. But uh yeah it is sinister. You're also paying for it. Oh you are Oh, that's true. I forget about that. You pay like $7 or something. I'm on it for free. Or I'm not on it now because I'm in a relationship, but I'm saying yes. like like my account was free 
because I write about and talk about relationships all the time. Oh. So, but yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. Because it's so weird. Yeah. I want to, what, what is another, someone was telling me about like coffee versus bagel or something, which is an awful name. Yeah. Do you know that one? I've heard about that one. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, yeah. I've met some friends on there. Yeah, you but, have. But never somebody that like, yeah. you know. Well, we talk beauty secrets. We talk coffee meets bagel. <laughs> we talk, well, also with your dad being 90 in, in uh, I'm like pointing off and you mm-hmm. looked over. But, uh, he is over, yeah, he, over there. There he is over there. But uh, does it, like I say, you look so, you look 22 years old, dewy, the best skin in the entire world, effortlessly chic, if you will. Um, do you worry about stuff like that being a woman? In Hollywood, because like <laughs> I get all weird and yeah, of and course I do. As strong as I think I am, sometimes I'll be like, "Do I need filler yet? Am I going to get filler?" And I'm like, "No, no, just one more year, just make it another year without getting filler." Even in 2019, do yeah, do you feel the I, age uh, being sure. an actress and age stuff and all stuff? And- yeah, I do. I totally do. I why but, do we have to tell me everything? Yeah, of course we have. Why? I mean, why? Because that's just the reality of it. But, 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 I think that's changing some. And I think that in some ways, I feel like I, look, maybe I'll, I won't, maybe I won't work as much as I used to. Um, maybe I'll go, every life has its ups and downs. And, and, um, and maybe it'll force me to uh, do something else and to like flex another muscle that will be great the way that people say, like, I didn't get that, but it actually ended up being a good thing because this happened to me. I just, I think, I don't know, I've, I, I'm less scared about it than I used to be, but not because it's less of a reality, but more because I trust myself more that, okay, well, I can make it. I might not make it like in acting. I might have like a slow period in acting or quit being an actor altogether. But there are so many different lives that that I could have that are wor- that seem worthwhile. I I I I I I'd like to. You know, a part of the reason that I wanted to be an actor is because I was curious about being in other people's lives, like experiencing oh, something wow. in, 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 and I haven't really done a lot of that because I've just done comedy stuff and that the purpose of it is not to like explore another human being to some extent. It's like, it's, it's, I don't know what, what to say about, it, but, but yeah, the, but so I, so it'd be fun to, you know, I think about going back to Montana and my brother's a chef and opening a restaurant with him oh, or, really? or starting my own business, but back, back home or, um, or doing something, or doing something else in the entertainment industry, you know, yeah. working in craft service. No, I would love to have a, really. I would love to have a job on set that was not an actor. Oh but, my god! But I, 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 I would not. I don't think that I would. I, I think I would like. I know that there that just to experience like how hard it must be. Like it's hard being an actor because you're stressed out all the time, and you never know when your you're next never, job is going to be. Yes, and even when you have a job and you're on set, it's like you can like, get fired. You can get fired. You're constantly like, "Am I going like like?" It's basically like you wait around until they're like, "Come here," and then you have to immediately do like get. You, it, it, it's 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 a sort of a stressful thing. So I wonder what it would be like to be like a PA, where it's which is really hard, long hours. You're running around, Oof. but you don't have the like. Yeah. You, that part is cut out. The performance anxiety, You'd the, find the, all the eyes on you, because everything is ready. And if you fuck up, then you like the whole thing, just the whole machine shuts down. Have if you, you ever remember been, your lines? It's like, have you ever not remembered your lines? Yeah. Have, have you ever been fired from a job? I have never been fired. I, I can't. Uh, but I find that 
like a, a minus for, for about me is what? that I've never been fired. A minus? Yeah, I've never been. I've never like been. I've never rocked the boat enough to to people be like, "This is not for you. Are not for us." Yeah, because I'm I'm like sort of like, um, I don't know. I I I think it's a. I think it, it, it's like a lack of um, something that I haven't been fired. Maybe because you're prepared, talented, <laughs> where you need to be, when you need to be there. Um, what is like for people who you know want to be actresses or whatever, look up to you, yakety schmackety. How do you prepare? How do you prepare? And when you go into an audition, and when you get the job, let's start with the audition. Um, the audition. <sighs> Do you freak out? Do you get nervous? Do you take propranolol? Any kind of um, no, beta I, blockers? I took beta. I took a beta blocker once when I was doing um, that musical in the. In, I mean that that play in the park in uh, Central Park, and somebody in my cast said, "Did you take something today?" Oh no! I was like in the middle of the show. I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm never doing that again." Yeah. Um, so I don't. Ta- I don't. I don't do that. But I. I. I prepare a lot less than I used to. Oh, I've just really? memorized I just memorized my lines. I used to spend a couple hours on every audition and maybe I should still do that. I don't know. And if I get the job, I I I do I do some character things. I think about the character even if it's just like a you know, some comedy thing. Um um where you just have to be wacky or something. Yeah. I just I I still think about who that person is and um so yeah, that's what that's what that's what I do. Yeah, and for I'm a real like I'm not great great in a, uh, a, a not bail. What's the, what is the word? It's when you like in a in test situations when you have a test when it's like the final callback for a television show. Yeah, I get so nervous that you sometimes do. I like what's the word that I'm trying blank B- not blank um uh like a crash and burn. Oh, like I do. I do not rise to the occasion and that occasion. I like in a personal way. I in personal problems and stuff. I I feel like I'm good in a, in like a crisis. Yeah, but in that crisis, I am bad. It's so scary. It's so scary. But you seem like uh, you've had such a beautiful career. You continue to have such a beautiful Thanks. career. Do you think maybe because it's not drama and because it's comedy, you take it less not less seriously, but it's not as daunting so it's lighter so you approach it in a lighter way maybe 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 yeah and that's why you, yeah because that's a interesting way to look at yeah 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 I, I I wish I could speak more about like the artistry of it or the that but I I I don't know yeah Do you, <laughs> is it hard for you to memorize lines or not anymore uh yes it is hard for me to memorize yeah lines. how do you do it um um, I just look at it for a long time and, um, weirdly when I'm, it's easier for me to do it for audition because it's, it's a smaller space, but when you're on set and there's so many people, it's so distracting yeah. that, um, it's really hard. We, I, 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 I did an episode, a couple episodes of, uh, what is that? What is that Batman? Um, um, like young Batman, Gotham. Yeah. I did some go- a couple of Gothams, and they wanted me to do like I, most of the stuff that I do has to is is improv. So it's oh so, really? Or not completely improv, but you can you can move stuff around and speak however you want to. And yeah, but this they wanted me to say the the lines exactly. Oh my God. I was not used to that. There was a huge crowd scene where everybody was walking, and it was oh, I was shit. so bad. Was, no, I wasn't. I. I I think I was pretty bad, actually. I don't know if I saw it, but I know that I I was bad. I think that they had to take. I think they had to take the one take that I said my lines right. You know, really? we probably did it like 
15 times, 10 times. And I probably said the lies right once. It got to the point where like, where Donald Logue, who's that was, that was who's in my scene with me. He was, he had to like, be like, you okay? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not a good sign. He was like, so like, he got to be like very sweet, but like, Come on, we'll just do it. Would you want to do like he, yeah. he started taking care of me, Aww. which is very, very sweet of him. Yeah. But also, I was like, get off me. Don't you're making me more, you're, yeah. getting, you're making me more, more insecure. Oh my God. Because suddenly I seem like the person that That's terrifying. had like a partial lobotomy and, and like in between the audition and the, and the and doing the role. They're well, like, that makes you, you seem a lot smarter. Well, that makes you very human. But uh, how <laughs> much, do you ever read lines with boyfriends or whoever you're dating? Because I always notice that turns into a fight. No. Because I can get like you can don't read it like that, or I'm not reading it at full uh, performance level or something, and you get in an argument, or it's too vulnerable and weird. Or I have videotape. Oh, um, no. I, I do the, I do this. Did years ago I did uh, just a few years ago I did this uh, series for Funny or Die called called uh, Pilot Season, which was just auditions. Yeah. Um. Um. And we never did this one, but uh, I have. I used to uh, the guy that I was engaged to is an actor. Yeah. Um. And uh. A really successful one, and really like at that point, I think he'd been nominated for a Tony Award. Oh or my something. god, was that scary? Like, yeah, ego wise, were you like, oh, I'm not good enough? I was. I, I yes, it, d- it did make me insecure. I don't. I I was. I was like very self protective, so I would never like let on. But I was. But he would put me. I have a tape of him putting me at tape oh, where I, I am. <laughs> I'm in the middle of it. Start like crying. Is it part of the scene? No. No, and he's being so sweet. And I'm just like, it's so, it's so, it's really funny. I, I, um, I want to, I wanna, that's why I mentioned the pilot season um, web series. I want to recreate it. But it's so, it's it's like he's, it's, it's, I start the scene and then I'm just like, I'm not good. And he's like, oh. he's like, yeah, sure, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Like he's sort of getting frustrated. At one point he comes and hugs me. It's, ah! it is such a drama. <laughs> and it's so, and I am so, such a baby. Oh my God. That's scary though. <laughs> yes. He was. Have you ever dated an actor since? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. I think there needs to be room for one big personality who needs to be the center of attention, and then the other person has to be like the person whose arms you can fall into, and they they're in a different field, and it's gonna be cozy. Yes. If I dated somebody who, I mean, I'd probably implode. I mean, that's being way too honest, but I'd probably be feel insecure, even yeah. if it's not warranted, and there's no reason you need to feel insecure. Did you feel like your your career started doing better after? Or is this too real? Oh, I'm saying no. This right um, now. I think that. Yeah, I, I, I. Uh, I, d- I did think that the mic no my career was go- was fine then too it was it was he was in theater and that's what I wanted to be yeah and then he got um um a movie when we were together a big movie and it was you know it was fine it was totally fine it wasn't a huge thing it it was something that I kept to myself and maybe I shouldn't have kept it to myself as much I get it though. but it wasn't it wasn't the thing I I felt. I, I felt I think I was scared when we broke up that he would bad Matthew all around Hollywood. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I thought that I was scared that he would be like an enormous um, star, and oh, then like, I would have to like stare at his face all the time, like Notting Hill, like, like Hugh we, Grant, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, because when we, we, you know, we 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 are engaged, and breaking up is like a very difficult thing when you're oh my engaged. God. But this, I mean, this was so long ago, and. Um, um, and I was that I was I was scared that when we broke up that I mean I wished him well 
and uh, but I I I was scared that he was gonna be like it was I was it was gonna my ex was gonna be like Tom Cruise on and, buses just driving yes. by and you're like oh my god yes. yeah and now I mean selecting and I see his face a lot now yeah. and um I. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about like that back then when I was so scared and now I'm just like really. You're just living your life. Everything's yeah, I'm just fine. Like, so proud of you. Isn't it nice that time makes things better? Oh, thank God. I mean, people, and then I read this thing the other day. It's like, not time doesn't make things better. It's just your memory isn't as good anymore and you, uh, something, you, I forget it, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> no, but time does make things better. Like I had that with a musician ex-boyfriend. We're, we're engaged. Did you give the ring back? Yeah. That's it. I finally gave the ring back. I gave the ring back like years later or something. I thought I was such an <laughs> asshole about what, did it. You wear, did you wear it for... No. And when we were together, I was just like, I'm not giving this back. And then finally he was like, give the ring back, you monster. And I was like, you're right. Sorry. But uh, but then I would see his band, whatever, playing around in billboards. And I was just like, ugh, it's brutal. Yeah. 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 But, that uh, is that is brutal. It's it's like... it's like, But everybody probably feels that in some extent now because of social Instagram. media. That's where you get to block people so and unfollow. Like, yes. I mean, I, I got out of a relationship on Facebook. Like, I learned about my most recent ex, serious ex boyfriend. Uh, he got married mm-hmm. and had a baby. And because his brother was still following me or we we're still friends on Facebook, he posted a photo from the wedding. So it's like oh. years later. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm seeing my ex from like three or four years ago, like on the beach getting married or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need to see this. this is brutal. No. Why? I wasn't sad about it, but it was. It did make me feel a certain way for a moment. Yes. You know. Yes. But uh, yeah. That's... Have you been engaged since? No. Do you think you're gonna get married? If I had as much certainty about kids as I have about marriage, yeah. I would be sad. But I just, I, I, I. But I do know that I want to get married. Yeah, I want to get married too. Oh, but yeah. also, if I'm like end up like everyone's spinster on, that's fine too. Would you say spinster on? Please, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But uh, no, I want to get married. I want to get married. I want to have kids. Um, so you made me feel so much free. Wait, but you are always working. Are you good with your money? Yes. So you're good with your money. You own your house. Yes. Uh, you have a car. Yes. You have frozen your eggs. Yes. You're always working, whether you believe it or not. I mean, you know that's true. Uh, you're a talent and a force. You got nothing to worry about. You're the best. And inspiration. This, like, this, like, this is like a Reiki session. It should be. It's just, it's just love. It's, yeah, it's called love, comma, Alexi. It's like a love letter to you. It's not saying love, Alexi, like like love me. It's saying, uh, it's saying hey, this is the, uh, anyway. Okay. So anyway, what else do we have to, uh, where, where can people find you? I feel like, oh, are you developing something though? Because on your Instagram. I mean, oh yeah, I guess I'm, I'm starting to, I'm st- I mean, n- I'm starting to, um, I have a couple things that I'm, I'm in the hopper as they say, the just kidding. I've never said it in my life, I don't but yeah, know. sure. I'm going to start talking <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, me too. Um, um, I'm, I mean, that's part of I, talking about like getting older and stuff. I think that that's some, some part of me. was like, I, yeah, I new things I, to do. I, I yes, I want to, I, maybe I, maybe I should start, uh, writing and, and coming up with ideas to sell. And I, I, I'm not very am- I want to be more ambitious, but I'm not super ambitious. I'm more need based. I'm like, I think a lot of my ambition comes from, um, oh my god, I gotta, I got some bills. To pay. Yeah, I gotta. Um, my dad's in a nursing home. I gotta. You gotta uh, pay I for gotta, shit. I gotta. I gotta make some money. Yeah, and who knows if this acting thing is gonna. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make some TV. Right, not even make some TV shows. I'm just gonna write something to sell it. Yes. Who gives a shit if it gets? I just, you know, I love it. So I feel like I'm just like a little. Um, I'm like a. I'm like a actor surf or something. I mean, it's like a like a like just a worker. I'm I just love a worker. that. But you have such a lightness to you, or it's like, because is there nothing inside you that goes, oh, I can't do this, or blah blah. Like, do you have 
have that or you feel like, because yeah. I, you do, because I feel like there's like this light energy to you where you're, you're like, you're constantly booking stuff. You're doing your thing. You're in your flow as they would say, or somebody would say one time, sometime, I mean, somewhere, <laughs> I don't know, in your flow. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And then even the, the writing, the thing just to like sell it. It's just light. It's not so heavy and dark like another person might, like I would be about a thing where I'd be like, I don't know, all this self-doubt or self-worth weirdness and like not feeling worthy or not feeling, I don't know, deserving. It seems like you have, you feel worthy and deserving and are light. Or I'm, or I feel those things, but I'm too scared to like live in them. So I live here. Live there. Or, you know, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Who am I? You're great. (laughs) You're Maria Thayer. (laughs) (laughs) You've just been on the Love Alexi podcast. (laughs) Oh God. Um, I think we said it all. I really, I really think, is anyone still listening? I think everybody's still listening with bated breath, but you know what? We're done here. We've said it all. We've left uh, no stone unturned. And uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast i loved it thank you so much oh, the whole thing didn't record just kidding <laughs> just ki- 